right. What is at stake? It is a big idea. A new world order where diverse nations are drawn together in common cause to achieve the universal aspirations of mankind. My question to you is, in any of your government jobs, have you ever been briefed on the subject of UFOs? And if you have, when was it? What were you told? Well, if I had been briefed on that, I'm sure it was probably classified and I couldn't talk about it. Got out in 1989. We had cataloged 57 different species. We walked over to one side of the lab, and he said, "By the way, we've discovered a base." The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society, and we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Greetings and salutations, my fellow Sky Watchers from all corners of the globe. Welcome once again to the Big Overnight Show right here on the Dark Matter Radio Network and PSN Radio. This is Sky Watchers Radio, and as always, I am one of the two co-hosts on this show. With me, as always, on this strange ride we take every single week is none other than my other half, the other guy, Mr. Alan Weiler. Alan, say hello to the crowd. Hello, the crowd. That's as animated as you're going to get them all <laughs> night, folks. No, no, no. I'll be. I'll, I promise. I'll be more than reasonably animated tonight. Uh, I've had a little bit of caffeine. Uh, I won't be bouncing off the walls, but I will be talking in a unique and more energetic way today. No, do we believe him? Anyway. I am, of course, Angel Espino, and as with me uh, always is uh, the lovely Dark Matter Radio Network crowd. All of you guys listening in are part of this show. Please, tonight we have open lines. I would love to have you guys call in and be part of the show. You are what makes this show run. So call in, 786-245-8127 is the call-in number. You see what I did there? By the way, Alan, you know, last time we were getting criticized a few weeks ago for not giving out the number. So right off the bat. Brilliant, brilliant idea, right? Thing Giving up the number. Absolutely, and I honestly think that we should actually have people starting to call in right now for no apparent reason. None. Except for saying that they're listening. And right. what they want to hear us talk about before we introduce our guests for the night. By the way, who do we got on tonight? Because oh. I really wasn't looking at our own webpage. Because really I've been juggling so many other things tonight. By the way, where are you joining us? Tonight, I so. am in Daytona Beach. Oh, nice. What are you doing up in Daytona Beach this stuff. time of the year? I am doing stuff. Okay. Yep. Illegal if stuff told, or legal stuff? Like, what kind if of I stuff? told you, I have to kill you. Oh, one of those oh, stuff. Sp- speaking of which, um, I- I'm, I'm doing totally 100% legal stuff, but guess what? <laughs> um, for those what? of you that have been following my situation... Uh-huh. About what happened to me in October. Oh, hold on. You got you got further developments? Yes, I do. Please do tell. I got a letter. Uh-oh. I got a letter from the TSA. And? And? Saying that I have, and? Vi- I have violated their policies and that I am now subject to a fine of $1,500. 
And by the way, okay. the fun part is, is this is just a civil penalty. It has nothing to do with any, if any, criminal charges might be put against me. Well, if it's just only fifteen hundred bucks, you're good. Oh, if it's just fifteen hundred bucks, yeah. Well, they wanted three. They want three thousand. If I don't respond in the next couple of days, then they jack it to three thousand. But they will take a settlement payment of fifteen hundred. And again, this is only the civil side. We have to see what happens if someone's going to come after me on the criminal side for the slight little accident that unbelievable. Well, you you know you have a lot of money, so you're good. Excuse me, I do. You're made of money. No, I don't, and you know that. You're the biggest businessman this side of the equator. You're right. I've learned how to lose millions. Yes, you have. You know, what's <laughs> what's the joke that someone said? Um, let's see. I've learned a million times how to definitely fail in business. Uh-huh. And yet, somehow, you're still surviving. Amazing. Um, I'm you okay. are a survivor, my friend. You're a survivor. Yes, yeah, I, I I definitely am a survivor, but uh, yeah, I, I, I'm like, I, I, folks, I really think that if I could get at least every, half of the listeners, I, I, honestly, folks, I'm really not well-to-do. It, you know, I have good years and bad years, and it's all because of Angel, because he doesn't get any advertisers. Um, if anybody oh, it's all wants, my fault. It's all my right, fault. That's right, it is. Well, you can, you can do that. I mean, I, I produce, I host. I do all the bookings, you know. You can do something, Mister Co-host. Well, you're right. Other guy, something. other guy. I'm the other guy. If Bill exactly, if you don't want to be called the other guy other by our guy. listeners, you got to start doing something contributing, my friend. I will do something to contribute. I, I promise. I just don't know what exactly it is right now. At least but... in the future, for future shows, don't like ask you know ask me during the show like who's our guest tonight because you really don't know. That's the funny part. <laughs> No, actually, I did it, know. No, you didn't. Stop I, I honestly did. Don't I, lie to our I, listeners. I I did, and no. just to prove that, here's a link that I'm sending you, so you can see that I did. Oh, great! Yeah, that's great for the audience. Yeah, I could see it, but they have no <laughs> clue what you're sending me. Yeah, good job. You know, this is radio, <laughs> Alan. It's what? This is radio. Oh, radio, okay, radio yeah, Mambi. I know. I know By the it's way. Radio. By the way, we do have a great show tonight, folks. This is going to be a good one. Uh, we have returning guests, our good friend William Michael Mott is going to join us here in a few minutes, and we're going to uh, go over some interesting news that's been in, uh, in the uh, headlines the last few days. And yeah, uh, then in the second hour, we're going to have the return of Mr. Chris Brown on the show. One and of he's our a fun one to talk to. Yes, not the guy who beat up Rihanna, not him. No, no, no. He's no fun. Well, maybe in parties he could be fun. I don't know. I haven't really hung out with him. Have you? I mean, you know a lot of celebrities. True, I do. But, you know, uh, I haven't really hung out with this one. Uh uh Uh-oh, uh-oh. We've got a caller. We've got a caller. Caller, you're live on Skywatchers Radio. What's going on, brother? Oh, not much. Just wanted to let you guys know that you got somebody out here listening. You're live. You're on Um air. Believable. Yes, actually, no, you're live and on air this time, Matt. We're all live and on air. That's amazing. That's cool. Um, <laughs> Where are you calling from? $1,500. Do we have to start a campaign for you, Alan? Yeah. Um, together, you think you're yeah. going to be all right. Folks, uh, folks, all I want is from half the listeners just $2. 
two dollars. I don't know. Does it has okay. anybody does anybody I'll remember that, that campaign? Good, I'm sorry. Does everybody remember that wonderful movie from the 80s where you have the kids screaming, $2, give me $2. It was a great movie with John Cusack. Uh, what is it? Uh, Better Off Dead. That was a brilliant movie. So this is really the route you want to go. You're going to start begging our listeners to give you some change. It's better than the change I was going to get from Obama, okay? <laughs> I will kick off that campaign. Yeah, he just had he just had the uh, State of the Union address tonight, he, and it was uh, he, interesting. He, he's got to he he's got to get two advertisers in right. the next. He's got two months, and I'll kick off your I'll kick off the campaign tonight. Danny, oh, can you be okay. can you be our show promoter, man? Because we need like somebody like to head the promotions team and and get Alan in gear here. Can you like help Alan out? Because I can't do it all Absolutely. myself. Absolutely. Oh man, uh, Please, I think really. you know I can. <laughs> Where are you calling from? What part of the country? Uh, I'm down in the south with you guys. Oh, okay. Oh. He's a Florida boy. I'm here. In the... no. Yeah. Close. Close. Uh, Nolens. He's a Nolens. Yeah. Well, he's from Nolens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in Nolens. <laughs> I don't know. That's what the area code says. He's all, he's, he's, all over, he's, he's all over the place. Let's just leave it at that. All right. Yeah. Not a worry. I, I get around. Put it this way. He's all, over the, he, he's all over the streets like 50 Cent was 12 years ago. Yeah, 50 yeah, exactly. Cent ain't worth a dime now. So No, not really. Not. But he's like a maybe a 25 Cent now, nickel. <laughs> well, Nick, uh, he's not I, even worth a nickel bag at this point. Well, anyway, moving on. <laughs> All right. So, we're, yeah, we're what not we got good coming up, guys. It's well, what we had. What? Say it again, what we got Danny. good coming up. What, oh, we got some really up? good. We got. I'll tell you tonight's radio. Tonight's show is going to be amazing. We've obviously it's got always our amazing. guests. We've also got tales and actual email from the a hole. Yes, we're going to have a blast from the a holes uh, later on, and. Uh, some uh, some folks out there has uh, have some interesting questions they sent our way. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, all, is it all cleaned out, prepped, and ready to go? It is. It is. It's pushing yeah, through the system right now. Later, we're going to do it later on. Uh, yeah, no, it takes a while. Right it takes a while for it to shoot through the system. You know, it takes a while. Right. Plus, obviously, people can while they're listening tonight also submit questions and comments. That's right. If you guys want to do that, remember, info at skywatchersradio.com is the way to go. Uh, email us there, and uh, we'll tell you exactly how to get your submissions into the A-hole. Uh, how to, you know, remember, you got to rub the A-hole the right way if you want to get it red in the air. So you better <laughs> make it nice and clean. You better go if ahead and... you want to get it red on the air. Hey, you want, your blast, you, want, you, want, you want your blast to go through the A-hole on the air? You better make it no, good. No, no, no. Dude, dude, that was... I'm sorry. I just got to laugh. It's like... With the way you said it, I'm like, if you water, you've got to rub the a hole the right way to get it red. On the thing air. is, okay. it's it's a it's a certain technology, <laughs> Alan. You just you're not aware of the way this thing works. Now, if you use sandpaper to rub it, the no, right no, no, way, no, 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 red. Online. You don't want to do. You don't want to do come that. On, Alan. That'll just you make know, the a hole leak. The, you don't want to do some that. Of these I don't want. I we don't need paper because some of these questions are really gritty. <laughs> no. Well, look, yeah, they yeah, are pretty gritty. Funny. Yeah. You need to take 
Adrian, you need to take him through the technical workings of the a-hole. I don't think he completely understands how... You know, at, at his age, understand. you would think that this kind of thing would be, you know, second nature to him, you know, rubbing on the a-hole, but apparently not, so I'm going to have to... Yeah, I'm going to ha- I'm gonna have to, like, I guess, have a talk with him after the show it, it, It's and not second nature, it's him. first nature if you watch the video that I put together. No. Um, Whoa. I'm sorry, I'm being bad. I'm sorry. Yes. But again, if you guys want to have your uh, your comments read on the A-Hole segment, please do so. Uh, send us a, uh, a question at info at skywatchersradio.com, and then we'll send you back a quick email with the way to do it, how to submit into the A-Hole. Missed you guys live last weekend. I don't know exactly what happened last week, but... Oh, well, last week was crazy, man. It was, look, it was uh, a, a cluster uh, F of things happened last week. No, okay. it was FUBAR. It was FUBAR. Yeah, it was all FUBAR, completely. Uh, we, and it started from the very moment I got, that I got home and I turned on the radio and I started listening to Dark Matter, because that's what I do. I listen to Dark Matter, because, you know, we have the great Jimmy Church on right before us. He's our lead-in guy to the overnight hour. Great guy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, I listen as much as I possibly can, even though, you know, it's hard to listen to every single show on this great network. But I do try. And, you know, I, I turned on the, the show, and then we have Steve Bassett on. And I'm like, wait a second. He's supposed to be on our show tonight. Gosh darn it. Steve, and then, man. I don't know what happened with Steve. And I'm gonna have, you know, I had a private talk with Steve and took him on the corner. And I said, look, man, can't have this happen again. It's a big show. With your promotions, man, I'm going to have to take care uh, of Yeah, you, you're, you're the new promo man, so I'm going to put this on you now. All but right. so, you know, we talked, uh, you know, I tried to get Steven on, and, and just the comedy errors happened last week where his phone battery died, and uh, he wasn't by the Skype, and we were trying to Skype him. And I'm kind of like, uh, I freak out easily when I'm doing a show and I can't get a hold of my guest, uh, and they're not, you know, at all anywhere that I could communicate with them. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to call it a night. Because uh, it's just a, a weird karma night, man. It's like everything bad that could have happened last week just happened last week. And even Jimmy kind of went through some troubles. I mean, his show's like derailed for like 30 minutes, I think, through the technical yeah. errors and stuff. It, Darn it, internet. It could be that. That was a crazy night. Uh, it was. Have y'all got to check out uh, Space, Boy, uh, Space Boy's second um, CD? Oh, did you? Oh, oh, yeah, really? Got to check it out. Space Boys, uh, Space Boys new CD, Intellectual Love. It is awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. Yeah, no, I, we play uh, as much of Space Boy uh, as possible here. In fact, for those that w- who are listening who don't know, a lot of the times when you hear the music on this show, uh, it is either Space Boy or it, it's other friends of uh, myself that uh, that have permission to play their music, uh, like my good friend Out of Sight. Who, uh, we played his song earlier before the show started, and uh, we play in you know when we go to commercial, you know a bunch of different artists. If you guys are you know, if you're artists out there and you want to have your music played during segments or between breaks or whatever, uh, please send me an email at skywatchersradiotv at gmail dot com and we'll make that happen. Also, uh, see that's a different email. It's not like the a hole. Right. It's right, not like right. in fact Keith just had a great great suggestion. He just uh, suggested why not have an, an email called a holes at skywatchersradio.com. <laughs> can you get that set up for us? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna set that up for us. Right, so that'll be, okay. that'll be our new email. It is, and there, you know, as soon as you send an email, there we'll reply immediately, and we'll tell you exactly how to get your message right through the a hole, so you could, you know, read it. We could read it on air and and uh, get whatever it is that you want to get on air read, whatever it is, as long as it's clean, because you got to keep the a hole right. clean. Remember, you got to keep it clean. You got to keep it clean. So, Danny, what yeah. are you getting into tonight? 
besides uh, listening to a little Skywatchers radio. Are you ready for William uh, Michael Mott, who's going to be here in a few minutes? I'm sorry. I'm the first part. Well, oh, first answer the first Mike part. Mott. And then, yeah, and then answer that last part if you want. Are you, re- are, you, are you ready for tonight? Are you, what are you getting into tonight besides Skywatchers Radio? Oh, yeah, I'm all geeked radio? up, dude. I've been, I've been, <laughs> I've been geeked up since last, you know, since last week. <laughs> and waiting, waiting for, for you guys back up on live. But, uh, yeah, I am I'm, I'm, uh, can't wait. And you sound excited. There's a lot of people out there that can't wait either. You sound excited. It's not hyped. It's I'm ready to go. Are you, are you eager to hear William Michael Mott is going to be on with us in a few minutes? Oh, absolutely, man. Boy! No, he's awesome. He's yeah. the Mott. Yeah, he's, he, he's definitely good to talk with. He's always Yeah, there. he's good people. Uh, in fact, uh, he's uh, eagerly waiting on Skype, and we're going to do this. Uh, we're going to go on break in about a minute and a half here, and uh, we're going to get him on, and he's going to be on with us for the rest of the hour. And we will have open lines also uh, between uh, stories. What we're going to do is we're going to read a bunch of uh, news uh, clippings that we got from the headlines. And uh, we're going to go over some really interesting stuff that uh, that's out there. And, uh, you know, it's fun to have uh, Mike on and uh, get his perspective on some of this stuff. So oh, yeah. that's always a trip. Uh, it's going to be great, guys. In fact, uh, stick around. This is Skywatchers Radio. And uh, we will be back in a few minutes with none other than William Michael Mott. Once again, from the outer edge... But tonight he's on Skywatchers Radio. Dun, dun, yeah. dun. And this is the Dark Matter Radio Network you're listening to alongside PSN Radio. We'll be right back. Every Monday night at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 7 p.m. Eastern, with your host, Bill, that's me and Nancy, I, Karumba, Burns, and we are broadcasting live right here on the Dark Matter Radio Network. Breaking the walls down. This is radio. This is what people want. To download the podcast, make sure you go to www.futuretheater.com. Hello, I'm Bruce Pearson, documentary producer, investigator, and co-host of Unknown Origins Radio, which airs each Thursday evening from 8 till 10 p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Dark Matter Radio Network. Please join me and my colleague Mark Johnson for two hours of thought-provoking interviews discussing some of today's most intriguing subjects with researchers, authors, and eyewitnesses on a range of topics. So whether you're a newcomer to the community of exploration of the unexplained or a seasoned veteran and investigator, I'm sure you will find interesting content and concepts on Unknown Origins Radio right here on the Dark Matter Radio Network. And I encourage you to check out the entire lineup of unique programming here on the network. There's truly something for everyone. Thanks for listening. 
And we look forward to sharing our fascinating guests and their topics on Unknown Origins Radio, Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern here on the Dark Matter Radio Network. The UFO phenomenon, either we like it or not, is already very much part of our reality. I've been on panels with uh, military people who you know, claim that they've seen the aliens buzzing our missile silos. They have very large eyes. and you know, I found their stare extremely difficult to bear. This is Martin Willis, the host of Podcast UFO, and we are here on the Dark Matter Radio Network every Wednesday from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is my commitment to bring you an entertaining weekly show that takes a hard look at the UFO phenomena. Are they extraterrestrial? Well, are they interdimensional? Are they time travelers or something we have not even thought of yet? We explore these questions with interesting guests and witnesses from all around the globe. In addition, we bring you weekly UFO news with Open Minds TV, Alejandro Rojas. Thank you for listening, and remember, keep your eyes to the sky. everybody we are back live on Skywatchers radio the sounds you're listening to belong to a good friend Mac Maloney and the Mac Maloney band check them out on Amazon great music now we are live with our guest for the remainder of this segment none other than good friend William Michael Mott of the Outer Edge Radio William how are you doing sir pretty good guy how you doing well I've had better days but I'm oh, doing no. good Okay. Luckily, right. it's not my fault that he's not having a better day. Well, yeah. they can always be better, but they can always be worse too. So that's sure an enough. excellent point. So, what have you been up to, William? Uh, the last time you were on here was so long ago. Not really. How long ago was that, anyway? A month? <laughs> yeah, like a month <laughs> ago. Know, two months, maybe. <laughs> what have you been up to this whole time, Mister Mont? <laughs> oh man, I don't know. Working on different things, you know. Working on some writing projects and some graphics projects and and this, that, and the other thing. Um, Last time I was on, I think it was in, was it the beginning of December? I Something like that, yeah. Yeah, okay. Maybe maybe November, I don't remember. But, uh, yeah, i just been uh, doing my thing. You know, how about you? Really? Yeah. Doing the radio show, man. <laughs> I mean, besides the radio show, what else have you been doing? <laughs> you talk to me every day. You're going to ask me what I've been doing? Radio show, he, he, he's Radio doing- show. Oh, I thought he was going to say Radio Shack. So, so you're not well, like, still it. like doing retail stuff or selling your well, body, for, <clears> selling <throat> your well. blood, selling your semen, none of that stuff anymore? You, you quit that? I, I thought I told uh, you not to Actually, he's trying to donate to charity, public, you know. but, you know. It, it, yeah, there's a charity going around. It's the uh, the Alan uh, Weiler Charity Fund. We're going to go on yeah. fundme.com and get him uh, going. Honest, honestly, so folks, uh, it's not really a bad idea. <laughs> if anybody's a really, really good lawyer that's listening, definitely let me know as well, too, oh, man, just to be safe. That doesn't just sound good. You know it's are bad you, when rich people got problems. Are you are you in need of legal representation? <laughs> I don't know right now. Um, I honestly think that they're going to blow it off and say, you know, he's got a clean slate. He's got a clean record. Don't even, you know, it's not even worth it. But the TSA wants money from me. The TSA. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's bizarre. 
No, well, no, no. I, 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 if no, you heard the whole really. story, you'd understand. I had a little accident uh, while going through the airport. I forgot. It was a nine to, millimeter had, accident. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I hope I, a, a mop wasn't required, was it? No, no, no. No, that happened afterwards after the cavity search. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I forgot nice to pack my backpack, and I sort of had, I sort of had a firearm in my backpack. Whoa! Yeah. Dude. <laughs> no kidding. I was coming off of a road show and I really hadn't slept and I was getting on a flight to go to another event and I literally crashed out for like eight hours and yeah. uh, I didn't unpack my bag. I just grabbed it and went and I didn't realize it was in my backpack. It was a total yeah. accident, not on purpose. I yeah. was ne- I was never Mirandized. I was you know they didn't arrest me or anything, but they did confiscate it, uh, and they said they got to pass the paperwork up the chain, and maybe they will go after me, maybe they won't go after me on the criminal side. And then I just got a letter um, the other day saying that yeah, TSA on the civil side uh, are fining me uh, three thousand dollars. Hey. That beats jail time. Yeah, he's getting yeah, off easy, does, I think. Well, no, no. Again, this has nothing to do with the possible criminal charges. Oh, okay. It all has to – this is just TSA wanting their money. So after you pay this money, there's still a good chance you might end up in prison. Yeah, I was about to ask. Yeah, that's, that might that's be not possible. Good. Well, if, if they're going to get three grand from you, they, they need to give you your gun back. <laughs> Again, at this point, I would just just uh, don't even ask for it, man. Just uh, just be thankful that you don't end up in prison if you don't. Well, uh, hopefully you won't. Well, like I said, I got a clean slate. I've I've never been in serious trouble in my life. So. You got a concealed carry permit? Oh yeah, of course. Okay, you're um, cool. You ought to be yeah. okay. Yeah, I know. It, it's an accident. They said, you know, honestly, most of the officers were joking around with me. We were hanging out. They had to do the paperwork. And they're like, you know, this happens all the time. I mean, hell, it happens in courthouses with lawyers all the time. Like, yeah, you wouldn't yeah. believe. And it does happen with civilians on, you know, on a, on a regular basis, whether they, whether it's publicized in the news or not, it happens al- almost every day, at least once. So. <laughs> Um, you know, they're just like, and they said to me, you know, either one of two things will actually happen. Either it, you know, the attorney general is going to look at it and see that, you know, it, it was truly an accident. You know, there's no, I'm not on any watch list or anything like that. Well, actually after this show, I don't know, but, um, <laughs> you know, but may I suggest you watch the movie get hard with, uh, with, uh, uh Will Ferrell coming out. Okay. You might, need, you might need the instructions in that movie. Uh, I'm assuming that's about going to prison. Yeah, it's about a guy who ends up going to prison over some really dumb stuff, and he ends up uh, contracting uh, Kevin Hart of all people to teach him how to be tough. Because you know Kevin, all five foot two of Kevin Hart, yeah, it's oh. tough. You know, okay. it's right. funny though. Okay, all well, right. good luck with that. But well, yeah, like uh, I said, we're, we're gonna. Ha- I'm, I think we're, I'm gonna have to start a uh, a, a, a save the Allen. Um, you know, foundation a charity fund. Yeah, yeah. Go do yeah. it. Go go make a uh, ch- go to change.org, Set something up. There you go. <laughs> go to Indiegogo. You no, know, no. We should actually call it getchange.org, not just change.org. There you <laughs> go. Get some change.org. There you go. Or well, there's just some other thing out there that yeah, some other fundraising sites out there too. Um, but yeah, Andrew, you, asked me, you were asking me about what I've been doing. I have forgotten that we just had a. Uh, Tim Beckley's publishing company just came out with a book about uh, Mysterious America. Uh, had a chapter in that. 
um, with some Ooh, photos oh, of cool. some very anomalies cool. and things of that nature. Tim Schwartz was in that. Olaf Phillips, several other people. Olive um, Phillips. Yeah, Olaf's a good guy. Him. Yeah, and guy. so it, it's a very good book. It, a really nice compilation. Um, and uh, some of those th- other other things are are uh, in the works. I, I guess. Now, I can, can we mention your uh, last uh, appearances on uh, a certain show on the History Channel? Well, I tell you, man, was I ever on it again? I don't know. I mean, I was on it one time I know, that I know of. Oh, it um, replayed. I don't know if you saw it recently. Was I on it again? <laughs> well, no. I, I think it's the same. I think it was the same episode. How long ago was it that you did the? Uh, okay, the I was on the uh, October thirty first, Mysterious Caves. Okay, and then I was slated Ooh. to be on another episode, but uh, if I was on it, I that, must yeah. have missed it. So I don't know if I was on it or not, man. It's kind of like Tim Schwartz, you know. He's he said he he finds out he's on it after the fact, you know. He's, you know. Yeah, well, like they, that don't, is, they don't forewarn it, you that you're going to be on the show, and no, no, because I think you a royalty they, check or anything for being. Well, on they the might do that. But yeah, right. it, what do they do? Is it like they make you they make you like uh, do a bunch of recordings and then they just chop it yeah, up and they, use it whenever they, they need it. That's what they do, man. They sit you down for a couple of hours and and uh, talk to you about all kinds of stuff, and then. You know, a year from now, it, something may show up, you know? I mean, that's just the way they do it. Uh, do you get royalties for each episode you're on? Or you don't get anything. Like Are you kidding me? I, they, they fly you not out there. Nothing. They give you no, publicity. Five, that's it. Not 500 bucks. Publicity. You know, it's, it's a whirlwind thing, and it's a good trade-off. You know, you get publicity, and, and you get to talk about your topic or topics, and, and then uh, they put you right back on the plane right after the interview and send you home. And then they, me, at least they, play, they t- want to to make sure their view is, you know. Well, you know, one thing that I mean, it it, it was like when they did my stuff on the uh, the cave episode. You know, there were there, there were a couple of answers where I felt like they had kind of cut it a little bit. Where, but they have to do that for time, you know. Um, so right, they they right. got what they wanted out of the statement that I was making, and that's right. the part that they showed. Well, it's not only you talking; there's a bunch of other people there. Yeah, a bunch together, of other people. So. There too, yeah, that's some cool. of your favorite people were on there, Angel. Oh yeah, but uh, Van da- uh, Van was on there. Van Donniken, yeah, love him. <clears throat> hey, he's a nice guy, man. Come no, but yeah, I mean, he was on there um, uh, in one actually in one segment when I was on there um, in the same uh, topic, and then uh, some other people that uh, you may or may not know, but. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, it, it, you, you know, really, it's funny. Uh, they are really nice people, and um, they were very hospitable. And but they're busy. They're busy, busy. You know, when, when they when they oh, fly yeah. out there, they're they're really trying to get things turned but around. But tell me, at least they pay for like the you know like the plane. Oh yeah, yeah. They, the they give you a hotel stuff, room right? and and uh, have you set up for the hotel, and they pay your for your flight and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, they they, they were very very nice and ho- hospitable. But keep in mind, the day that they were shooting, I did my two-hour segment. They had like three or four other people they were going to do interviews with that day. So kind of get an idea of the schedule that they're under, you know. So when are they going to pitch you your own TV show on uh, History Channel? Because they're like, they're they're into this thing, man. They're into like pitching everybody a show now. No, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. You're telling me you don't want to be the next uh, Giorgio Tukaloos? Giorgio's a nice guy. Uh, you have all, better hair, uh, I think. Good, good luck to him. You know, yeah. I, I'm glad he's got his own show. Um, but uh, for no, now, no, I don't want to show. No. no, thank you. You know, it's funny. I just uh, made friends with Giorgio on Facebook recently. He uh, f- accepted my friend request, 
And uh, I, I'm going to ask him on to see if he wants to jump on the show here one day, because I'm dying to ask him uh, if his hair has his own green card. Hmm. I don't I, know what, what do you I'm think? Sh- I don't know, tough man. question? I'm going to ask him a couple of tough questions, like, uh, is that a, a space alien on your head? How, you know, how did that happen? Yeah, ask him that, man. See what yeah, he says. Not, I don't think that's going to go over very well, I don't think. What do you think? I don't know, man. I think that uh, he'll just laugh, you know. Nah, he seems like a nice guy. And uh, it's yeah. funny that he has uh, accepted my friend request. He doesn't accept a whole lot of people, I don't think. But uh, yeah, um, he is a nice in, Yeah, I look forward to interacting with him and see what uh, what he has to say. You know, I'm not a big fan of uh, a lot of the stuff the Vandanikins put out there. And everybody knows my point of you know my point of view on the whole thing. And, uh, and they know, of course, uh, that I do not exactly buy into the entire uh, ancient aliens uh, motif if you will, you know, what they've been uh, saying for like the last couple of years. Uh, mm-hmm. But it is an entertaining show. It is a fun show to watch. So Normally, uh, science fiction is a lot of fun. Uh, you know, we <laughs> do have some news to get to, though, and uh, we have a bunch of stuff to talk about. And, oh, by uh, the way, fact, speaking uh, of news, uh, I am something just uh, came across my desk that I need you guys to uh, comment on. You um, have a desk? Yes. How does this happen? Who, who gave the- you a desk? In the hotel, there is a oh, desk okay, well. in my hotel room. Okay, that's acceptable. Okay, the hotel, but not the cell. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you guys are laughing. This does. I, I am a little bit concerned at this point about my situation. I just yeah. got to figure out what's going to happen about it. You know, I mean, we're all making light of it, but it is a serious thing, um, and it's it's going to be financially draining to say the least. And yeah. you know, you know, Angel keeps on joking. Oh, I'm rich. I'm rich, dude. Come on, you know. You know that I'm not there. You know I, I, I'd like to be, but you know I, I'm not well. I'm not that well off here. Come on, you know between the ex-wife and all well, the other yeah, things. Yeah, you're, you're not Bill Gates, but you're not you're not broke either. You're not like you're not struggling like MC Hammer. Just struggling right now, <laughs> dude. We're all struggling in this economy. That's okay? right. I agree with that. But anyway, what what have you got on your desk for us? Um, tell us before we go ruins to the news. of an ancient city found in Antarctica. Off nice. of Disclosed TV. Now, Ooh, I don't know if that. this is Smoke that. and Mirror yeah, or not, but seen I've seen it. Disclosed TV as well, and they've usually been dead on with a couple of things. Well, I'll put it to you this way. It wouldn't surprise me, and I just say that because I think that uh, uh, human civilization goes back much, much farther. It accounts for a lot of the anomalies, some things which are attributed to ancient yeah, aliens, and there are you know, periodic cataclysms and severe shifts of climate, things like that, right. that happen very fast. Um, and you know you had the Perry Reese map. The Perry Reese map um, is based on older maps that right. show a totally ice-free Antarctica. Now the only way you can have a map like that is if you had somebody there, and and it's also aerially, it's a projection that you would only get if you were if it were seen from like you know a couple hundred miles above. So how in the world did they make this map? You know, and, and then pass it down. So obviously. In, in order for you to have a map of ice-free Antarctica with features that are not even visible except with ground-penetrating or deep-penetrating radar that can see beneath the ice, then somebody had to have been there at some point uh, in the distant past. So oh, it, it wouldn't surprise me if there were ruins down there at all. So Now, do, the question is, is, do we think it's Atlantis or is it something else? Um, mm. you know, well, since Atlantis was probably in the Atlantic, yeah, I'd say no, but... Probably not. You know. Well, hold on. 
you know, if we look at the theory that the planet is like an orange peel and it, you know, its skin can shift and rotate on the ma- on the molten mantle, mm-hmm. you know, you know, if you think about it, I see where you're going with this. Thousands of years ago, and not even maybe even more recently, you know, we don't know if the axis of the Earth tilted for one reason or another. I mean, we do have a wobble at what twenty eight degrees. I yeah. mean. We don't. Uh, Antarctica we don't was know. once on the equator, but that was like millions of years ago. Are we sure it was? Well, as the legend says. But but I mean I mean keep in mind that that uh, you know with plate tectonics, you know you can see how how uh, you know Antarctica has pretty much been in the same relative position compared to the other uh, continents for a very long time. Not necessarily yeah. so. But, but, Let's but, don't but, forget. You know, there's pole reversals as well too. And sure. While the pole reversals are happening, we don't know what the magnet. You know, we don't know what other effects happen during. That's the pole true. Reversal. But you also have to understand that that uh, sea sea levels have risen drastically over the last several thousand years. I mean, at the end of the last ice age, um, the North Sea was dry land. You know, they when they're doing dredging for oil and stuff, they they're bringing up uh, arrowheads and and spearheads and all kinds of stuff. Um, you know, so. I mean, they're, they're, the entire planet landscape changes. To us, it seems like a long time, you know, geologic time, but it's probably really, you know, in terms of planetary time, it's not there that long at all mm. when the, as these things happen, you know. Right. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I mean if, if if they say they found ruins down there, I'd definitely be interested in seeing what they think they found. I mean, well, I just click, I just sent you guys the link inside Skype, so. You guys can sneak a peek and figure out if we want to talk about it or not. Uh, yeah, send me a link. I'll definitely uh, check that it's out. It's already you know, in there, but let's talk about some of the other news. Well, you know, it's funny, though. Okay. Sticking to this real quick. Uh, sticking to this real quick, though, because this is very interesting. And it is something that kind of connects to uh, my personal belief in the whole alien thing, that a lot of the UFOs that are seen are us, maybe from the past, that we are the actual ancient aliens ourselves and not some being from another world or another universe. Uh, you know, the, look, Mike. We've t- we've had this discussion before many times. Right. How long has the, has the planet been here that we think? We, we right? know f- at least four and a half billion years. That's what that's what science. That's thinks. what they. That, and it could be longer. That's where they that. theorize. They they have yeah. no real idea or that's true. understanding well, how to all, really. All, all science is is theories. Well, not only that, I mean, carbon you, dating. You find is... the theories that that seem to make the most sense and fit the evidence, mm-hmm. but they are not always. Precise or, or exactly? Or how, yeah, exactly. So. I mean, it could be four billion. It could be five billion. It could be a, a, a lot longer than that. The thing is, we really yeah. don't know. Yeah. But look, yeah. even in a billion years, that's a long, long time. Evolution could come and go several times. I mean, we have recorded history of a couple thousand years, maybe five, six thousand. Well, you years. think about this. I mean, think about that. They said, you know, that theoretically now, you know, the universe has been around for thirteen billion years. Right. Well, that's what they say. That's what they're telling yeah, us. Exactly. But so four billion years. I mean. You had to already have had a whole um, uh, generation of stars to explode in order to have other star systems come about that that could have things like uh, um, liquid water, uh, uh, heavier elements like iron and, and, and the various metals and things like that. In other words, in the early universe, those things supposedly couldn't exist. They only are born inside the hearts of stars that explode. So I guess that this this solar system will be a second or third generation, mm. uh, probably second generation star system, even if it's really, really old. So um, 
yeah, we could have been around for a really long time, even longer than they they say. So that's my personal belief, man. So I th- you know, I think that's part of the thing that we're going to find as uh, you know we uncover a lot of the hidden mysteries and really unravel some of the secrets. Pun intended there. Um, yeah, yeah, there you, go. <laughs> you got that one right. All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think you know we're going to find that we really are the culprits of our own. Uh, you know our own past when we think of ancient aliens, when we you know have a lot of these. Well, fact, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. Hold on. I wouldn't doubt it that if you know beings from the past left, came back, and they were originators from Earth, and uh, you know they found uh, the world with slightly different looking beings, and you know they're still here because this is really their planet, also. Well, think about this too. Yeah, well, you know you sound like me. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, well, we've, it, we've been hanging out for a long time, you and I. Yeah, uh, Mike, it, it, so. <laughs> it, it makes sense. I mean that 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 whatever's going on is basically localized to the earth for the most part. And and so, you know, it could be several things going on simultaneously, but still it's it's more or less localized to this area. By localized, I mean, you know, the earth is the, is where the action is, where all the genetics are going on from all types of stuff. It's sort of, you know, people think of wealth, they think of the aliens are going to come and they're going to they're going to steal our water, or they're going to take our crops or they're going to, you know, Minus for resources, but no. Yeah, but that's you think in the about movies, an intelligent yeah. civilization. Yep. is going to realize that the true bounty offered by the Earth is an ongoing uh, biodiversity. Um, you know the, the the things you can do with the genetics that are here. You know you you can make you can make things. You can make servants. You can make slaves. You can make livestock. You can make crops. You can use. You can modify things and, and tweak them and make new things. You know uh, which could explain you know all kinds of stuff. So you know. This, that's that's probably what it's really all about, and especially if if these beings are related to the biodiversity of the Earth. In other words, if genetically they are related to us, then obviously their interest in what goes on here is going to be very strong. But wouldn't wouldn't it make sense though, uh, Mike and Alan? I mean, wouldn't it make sense that this would be a, a great answer to why they are so interested in the hybrid? Uh, for example, you know, all this hybridization that supposedly has been going on for the last hundred years or longer. Who knows? Well, there's several uh, things about that. I mean, you know, that, that's one of the things in in, in my my book, Cameras, Cultures, and Concealed Creatures. It's a major theme in there. The the whole uh, interest of these beings in genetics, and particularly human genetics. And it, this is the theme that goes all the way back to the most ancient epics, including the uh, the Sumerian epics. I mean, it, it, as far back as you can go, you find this theme of so-called gods, demigods, and these are these beings that want that just absolutely desire to mate with human men and women and have partially human offspring with them. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's even in the Bible, the Nephilim. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and from that you get get this whole concept of the divine right of kings and all this type of stuff, which is based actually on who's descended from the god or the goddess or whatever. So it's a a control mechanism. It's it's a a way to uh, uh, say, well, these these beings here are a little more like us, so we'll use them to rule the, the, the rabble. You know that kind of thing, but if there were if there were not a genetic connection, it wouldn't be possible. Period. I mean, if you if, agree, if something yeah. came from somewhere else in the universe, mm-hmm. the genetic the likelihood of okay, first of all, if if okay, first of all, if they're from somewhere else in the universe, and I think we've talked about this before, and I, I talk about this in the book too. Okay, if they're so advanced that they could travel across intergalactic space or create wormholes, uh, go faster than light, all, all this type of stuff, then they wouldn't need to come all the way out here to the boondocks of the galaxy because that's where we are. And, and start we really are. Yeah. Pain, yeah, painstakingly gene splicing with proto-humans to make these 
uh, hem- to make the human race, you know, or, or they have to have our genetic material to repair themselves and all this other hogwash because that's what it is. It's, it's, it's misdirection. Mm. Because the thing is, if, they've, if they're that advanced, that they can, they can travel like that across the galaxy itself, then they could easily rewrite their genetic code. They, correct, they could correct any errors. They could correct any mistakes. They could redesign themselves. Mm. We're almost at that point now ourselves. Right. Okay. So why would they come down here and want to do a bunch of rutting with a bunch of monkey men? They wouldn't do it. Okay. It would really make it makes no sense whatsoever. It makes no sense. But but if they are genetically related to us already, if Mm. their origins are here on Earth and then there's genetic damage, say it's from a nuclear war, or it's genetic damage from being in space too long, they left the planet for a while, they went out to colonize, and they came into contact with cosmic radiation and over time, you know, there could be any number of things that happen to them. It could right. be inbreeding, which seems to be a big problem that you find in folklore all around the world that these beings... And in Europe. Yeah, yeah, there you go. But well, actually yeah. in the Muslim world. But yeah, I mean... There too, yeah. They, they have these major problems with inbreeding. If they have... You know the queen in England? You know the queen and her husband are cousins? Yeah. yeah Just saying. Like fifth cousins or something. No, anyway, second cousins, but continue. But anyway, uh, the, the point is that, that isolated societies are going to suffer from inbreeding. And it causes all kinds of genetic errors. And that would explain, um, you know, why they're so fascinated with, with human genetics, because they need to repair. Yes. Simply, they just need influx of, of new genetic material because they're basically some form of hominid themselves. Right. And, you know, you, you have this, the whole Vilas, Vilas Boas case in Brazil where this guy, you know, he, he obviously, something happened to him, and, and uh, he recovered a, a hair from this female alien that they that these these guys captured him and made him supposedly have sex with this alien woman, a little blonde, strange looking woman. She didn't look human like we do, but she was human enough that you know she got the she, job she got done. Na- she got yeah. naked and she got he, the job done. Yeah, and he didn't argue with her. So, no, 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 no. So anyway, I wouldn't she, either. She, I'm just saying she had well, I guess it depends, but she had blonde hair, and he and he managed. That's good enough for me. They apparently they got a hair from her. And they've and they've gotten hairs from other supposedly uh, abductees, and these hairs are very unusual because when they look at they've been examined, you know, in in the lab, and they are uh, they have characteristics which are unknown, kind of like the so-called Bigfoot samples, unknown source material, but then they'll have uh, mitochondrial DNA from every like, like one of these hairs had mitochondrial DNA from from China, from South America, from Native Americans, from uh, Europe. And it's like it's a huge mix of all these groups that shouldn't really be together like that in one hair sample, and that just says that you know that that ties in with this idea of these beings going around the world um, doing what they're doing because they're saying, well, we need this characteristic. This population has a stronger Rh factor that we need. This population over here has this factor that we need, you know. And so they're going to go around and select or. Or, or if they're looking, if it's if it's a slave thing that was happening, like the supposed Sumerians uh, wrote, according to Zechariah Sitchin, who's a complete liar, I think. But if, <laughs> let's just say, for example, that anything that he ever said was true. Okay, if they were here, mining well, he for, himself for might gold. be a liar, but some of the information and some of the well, some of the stuff is based on on, could, on stuff that could be possibly true. But the I, thing I, is, he, he wasn't. I don't think he was a liar. I think he firmly believed what he wrote. Oh, he it's believed it, matter, but he, he believed his matter, lies. That's the I problem. think it's a, a matter of, of interpretation. You know, he had his interpretation, 
and his interpretation differs vastly from other Sumerian scholars. I mean, let's just face it. Before I lose my train of thought here, because I, yeah, that happened easily here, uh, with, you know, with, uh, with the whole Sumerian thing, for example, let's just say, for, you know, for example, that is true that you know, the Anunnaki uh, did do that here on this planet. They came down, they, they, they got slaves together, they studied the mine for gold, and that was their agenda. Uh, it also which, makes, which, which say, makes hold on, but hold on, yeah. hold on, but it, it would somewhat make sense of uh, the diversity of the differences on this planet of human beings if they were creating men uh, to fit that region. For example, it's really it's hot as hell in Africa. Right, right. Make them darker. It's uh, not that hot in China. Make them lighter. Uh, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's selective you know, something like that. It's selective yeah, breeding. Breed. And, we, and we know from the Human Genome Project now that we all have a common ancestor. There, there's no doubt about that. We all are, are, are Homo sapiens. But we also know that all the different races, okay, write emails, I don't care. All the different races are are part of, we all have characteristics from different proto-human groups. For instance, uh, Europeans have anywhere from 2 to 4% Neanderthal DNA. Um, Makes sense. uh, Asians have uh, some Neanderthal, something called Denisovan DNA. Uh, Sub-Saharan Africans have no Neanderthal, no Denisovan, but they have an older even older hominid that could go back as, as long as, as uh, I think it's 400 million, I mean, a long time ago. Long, long, old. So, you know, the thing is, there are these groups out there that were interbreeding with human beings. Now, did that happen by accident or did somebody make that happen? Okay, that's what you have to ask yourself. Where we wandered around uh, and we would come across these other tribes of almost human people, and they would these interactions would take place. Well, you know, look, seeing what people in Afghanistan do with goats, I wouldn't doubt it. But still, uh, <laughs> um, you know, the, we're going to have goat man in Afghanistan one day. Yeah, there you goat go. man. But I think we already do. But um, anyway, no, my, point, my point is simple. My but, point is that 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 you know that that something did happen. And that this is where we get all this this human diversity. It's a big part of it, and of course, environment, like you were talking about, environment, mm-hmm. climate, um, um, you know, latitude. Well, latitude, we we know that, that we we know that all that definitely plays you know a big part in, in the but, development but, of humans. But but, but but how big of a part in that big of a change? Well, uh, because here, you know, it. while we're all the same inside, you know, the out, the yeah. outside is very different. Exactly, and we're all basically the same. We just have right. these tiny changes from these other group of mixtures but here's here's the thing and how many mistakes again uh, in the human genome project how many mistakes have they found in our dna a whole like thousands, thousands, thousands thousands right yeah but but, but trial and, and error baby and, mistakes and, and, by the, and by the way chimpanzees have almost zero genetic errors that's true yeah human beings have thousands uh genetic errors like that to that degree only come about from hybridization in other words, not between, not with aliens, but just between related species. So that right there, you know, is proof that uh, what we're talking about here. But at right. the same time, here's something else to think about: the only species that, other than say a few species of ants, okay, and things of that nature, the only species that that intentionally enslaves other members of the same species is the human race. That's true. Okay, so. Not going to argue the, that. Uh, the Anunnaki. Yep. Let's go back to these guys. Who, Yay, more what, fiction. what race okay. of beings is cruel enough to enslave closely related species or members of their own kind to do hard labor? Uh, Africans and uh, white people. That happened here. Humans. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah, so that means the Anunnaki are basically whatever they are. They're basically 
basically some form of human or a closely related form. Right. And it, and well, it, and that could, yeah, but that could be also they could have been well, our space brethrens, like the, like the story goes. And you know, yeah. this is where we got the concept for slavery from them. Well, think think about this too. Remember, they made us in their image why, under their likeness. I can't believe I'm defending this theory, and, and I don't even believe it. That's crazy. Why genetically create a race of slaves unless you plan to use them for breeding purposes at some point? Because well, no, there's some, it might there's not some, be breeding yes. purposes. I always go back to that Twilight Zone episode where yeah. it, you know to well, serve yeah. man. Well, there seems to be some evidence for that. Actually, a lot of evidence for it, but but. That's called cannibalism, even if it's a related <laughs> form. But well, I, actually, yeah, but, there's another there's another possible reason. Maybe you know we have to be here to have all the carbon and everything that happens on the planet. The whole process might be important to to them for some fuel well, reason maybe, or some well, maybe, other reason. Maybe we are here to till it and take care of it and do what we're told. Right. But but here but here's the thing. If they're advanced, they have space travel, all this kind of stuff. Even if it's just within the solar system, then obviously they could build machines that could do their mining for them. They would never have needed to create a slave race. Again, it goes back to logic. I mean, just like they wouldn't need – if they were from far away somewhere, they wouldn't need our genetics because that's just ridiculous. They could fix themselves with no problem. Why would they need to? The same thing with the Anunnaki mining for gold. If, if they're going to use us for mine for gold, that was probably a secondary. Oh, look, we can also put them to work. You know, So something else is definitely going on with that. I mean, it's, it's not a matter of, of – uh, uh, they, they just made us to mine gold because, I mean, it would be a lot more cost – effective just to make some machines that could do it mm-hmm. i agree look and there's no doubt there's some kind of a cover-up going on in fact uh, this, this will lead us right into the uh, one of the stories that i wanted to get to tonight uh and talk about the ufo spotted during the apollo 7 uh mission where the astronauts actually put tape over the oh floor. yeah the duct tape incident yeah oh this is crazy uh, this is the Apollo 7 mission, uh, Mike. I mean, this is, you know, an important yeah. mission here. It says, a UFO has been spotted in archive footage on the Apollo 7 first manned Apollo mission to take the astronauts into space and around the Earth. This is one of the most important things that NASA did early on, okay? Uh, if not the most important, besides landing on the moon. The unidentified uh, flying object is clearly seen in one of the uh, frames from the mission. Uh, UFO uh, fanatics have said their nar- nar- the narrative of the event then suggests that the astronauts uh, actually realizing what was at stake decided to hide it and put tape over it. Yeah, you know what it looks like? I'm looking at this object. It looks a lot like some of the objects that were photographed as a, that, that some people have called them space stations. <clears throat> Excuse me. Were they were the Martin Stubbs, the Martin Stubbs yeah, videos. Yeah, there, there were a series of them. Right, um, right, right. Yeah, it, it seems like it's a similar type of object, but hmm. it's kind of jagged and 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 strange looking too. I'm not sure if it looks like it's natural or or what. You know, because the thing is that unidentified flying object is just that. You don't know what it, it is. You know what it kind of looks like? It, it looks like the description of some of the, uh, the the UFOs, or some of the descriptions of the UFO that crashed at Roswell. It has you that shape. Think, really? You think that's what it looks like? It kind of does. Well, it's definitely not the Black Knight, so... No, no, no. Yeah. It's too bright for that. But it, it's an interesting photo, though. I mean, it definitely is an unidentified flying object, whatever it is. Yeah. Yep. Uh, now, this is a long time ago. Could it be a satellite that we put up up there? I mean... Did we have any satellites up there at that time? You know, there, uh, it's like I was saying, there's so that many big? anomalies that, that seem like they're localized basically to the general vicinity of the Earth. And when right. I say the vicinity of the Earth, I mean, think of the Earth as the origin of genetics as we know it, as we know it, okay? That's not saying that there's not life out throughout the universe. But as far as our family of stuff, you know, the Earth is sort of the hub of that. But that doesn't mean that, that 
it, it may not have first started on Mars, and now Mars is dead. It does not mean that once it developed to an advanced degree here, it didn't branch out to the rest of the solar system. You know, that, that type of thing. So there are so many things that this could be. You know, it could be the neighbors who actually originally are from here. It could be a, a, a life form. Think about that. I mean, there have it been. It could be an accidental been, picture of something that we have up there uh, that's back right. then. And, that's right. It could, you know, yeah. it could be that. It too. could, it could be, be a, a lot of things. It, yep. could, it could be, yeah, it could be that also. Uh, by the way, if you guys want to uh, read some of the stuff that we're, you know, and go over the stuff with us while we're reading it on air, please uh, check out facebook.com forward slash Skywatchers Radio. We're going to post all the links on there. Again, it's Skywatchers Radio. That's our like page. And please, by the way, give us a like. like. Yeah, like the page. Why don't you like the page? You must like the page. And then after you like the page, call in, 786-245-8127. In fact, we only have about another 10 minutes with uh, Mike here before we let you go for the evening. And then we have Chris Brown uh, joining us in the other uh, side of the hour here. Uh, but this is uh, really interesting stuff. I mean, look, uh, going back to the Apollo 7 mission, the Apollo missions have a lot of footage and a lot of things that, uh, that are kept from the public. I mean, I heard right. somewhere between... Uh, I don't know how many thousands of uh, archival uh, pictures and stuff that are not disclosed to the to the uh, to the public from the uh, first few Apollo missions alone. Uh, where is that stuff? Why can't we see these photographs? I mean, why are they hiding? Uh, well, you know, these you know supposed- there could be a lot of reasons for that. I mean, yeah, they're in the same archive. No, of course, that's, that's, that's my uh, yeah, that's my whole point. That's the whole point I'm trying and, to make. And today. here's here's the thing too to think about with this. I mean, okay, there could be breakaway civilizations that. That started here a long time ago, and you know right. I talk about I've talked about in the book, even, even in the first edition of the book back in uh, the beginning of January two thousand one, you know that these ancient breakaway civilizations as they call them now, these these civilizations that originate originated here and they left and or they're in the vicinity and they still come back because like I said the Earth is where the action is it's where all the the genetic stuff keeps going on it's kind of like the resource it's the garden right, but uh, um, at the same time. You know, you have very good evidence, and I mean really good evidence, that there may have been groups who um, did the same thing in the, within the last century. And some think it may be Rus- Russians, some think it may be Germans, um, could be us, I'm not, you know, our, our so-called secret space navy. You know, there could World War II may have just continued on, and they just took it off planet. Which is something people don't really think about that much, but there's a very good possibility. So if if that's been going on, you know that's why you have a lot of these Nordic types and these guys mm-hmm. that show up and they say they they get out of this flying saucer and they're speaking German. There are a lot of UFO cases of of UFO knots or UFO mm-hmm. pilots getting out of UFOs all over the world, even the United yep. States, and they're speaking German. Okay, so you know there could be all uh, kinds of things going on here. We we could be talking about. Several different groups of, be, of, of of people. Well, even Travis. I mean, for example, he saw Nordic-looking beings in the ship. I yeah. mean, let's, yeah. let's be honest here. He saw white dudes in the ship that looked, you know, like us. Well, not just that. Right, but, you, know. Uh, you know, Betty and Barney Hill um, too, described yeah. these beings. They didn't describe them as looking like gray aliens. They said they reminded them of of sort of like of, of Germans or something. They were well, no, didn't didn't Betty say that the one in particular that was examining her was a little bit longer, but it was a great alien, but it was a, well, a longer being. But, but they, there was something about them that reminded, taller, reminded you know. them of Germans. That's what they said at the time. So, you know, who knows? And who knows that there's not a collaboration between, say, the Third Reich and some other group that was here a long time before we were. So, <clears throat> and, you know, that, that actually was what, what Hitler 
basically said, he said, you know, uh, that there was going to be a, it, it, the message was, we're going to take over, you better, you know, you better meet our standard, get rid of all these inferior types, and, and make yourselves like us. That's the message that he claimed that he got from these people. He said, I have seen the new man, you know, talking about these other beings. He said, he was intrepid and cruel. I was afraid of him. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, the fact that these beings have an influence on human history should not be a surprise because they seem they seem to be more than one group of whoever they are and some are pro us some are against us okay some of them think we're like cattle you know they don't they they have nothing but contempt for, for the human race others seem like they're on our side but you know here you start getting into the metaphysical side you start getting into these beliefs about you know what you don't like to hear about angel you know gods and devils um, ancient aliens, you know, these types of things, these higher beings that you have the good ones, you have the bad ones. And some of them are trying to help us and guide us, and some of them are trying to destroy us. So, you know, whether you want to call them angels, whether you want to call them a- aliens, fallen angels or aliens, you know, is it really that big of a difference? It's all the same thing, though. That's the thing. Yeah. Okay. I know, I know you're, that, was a, that was a funny jab there, uh, that, you know, stuff that I don't want to believe in. But, uh, it, you know, it's not that I don't believe in uh, in gods and, and ghosts and fairy tales like that yeah yeah yeah. you know those things it's not that the the thing is to me it's always been misinterpreted you know the the whole thing in the past demons goes to me it's always been like an alien thing that people just thought you know oh there are gods because they had no no understanding of what the term alien and see that's that's obviously to their their advantage right i mean right they're gonna if they're gonna take advantage or or even interfere in human affairs and they don't want to be questioned we're gods. <laughs> they don't want to be. Yeah, yeah. who are yeah. you to question us? Look what we can do. You know that kind of. Yeah, thing. exactly. It, and look, in five thousand years ago, if a ship lands anywhere, yeah. I mean, they come up with any kind of technology. It looks like magic. It looks like a god, you know, doing some kind of a, of a godly thing in front of them. Like people are not going to know the difference. Well, not just you know, that. The, think, think about. It. I mean, even in the earlier in, in the twentieth century, um, there was there were there were groups in the Pacific. They're called cargo cults. And what cargo cults are? They're oh, I remember this. Of people on islands who are, you know, very primitive in their lifestyle and everything. And and yes, you could say primitive. If some people get hurt feelings, that's too bad. But they actually uh, they made the uh, they made all like uh, idols that look like airplanes. They thought the airplanes were gods flying over. You know, mm. um, it, it's a it's a natural human thing to to try to uh, look, man. You see, em- it now. It, it's a natural thing to try and emulate. You Not know, just that, but think. to deify things. You know. Well, are you talking about the uh, the artifacts of, of uh, the, what is it, Talima artifacts? No, 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 no. no, no. no. These no, tribes no. were actually making things. out of yeah. straw and wood, you know, mock yeah. airplanes and making runways as as landing yeah. strips because during the you know during wars, I believe it was World yeah. War Two, even earlier, uh, and even earlier, they were drop shipping cargo. To these, you know, little villages. Well, you to have to. Them if you're going to fly like across the Pacific, you had to have way pl- way stations where you could stop and refuel and, right, and, you know, and, and urinate and all that kind of stuff, or whatever you need to do. And so they would have these island stops they would make. But you know, it was funny because on one of these, uh, or actually a series of these little islands, um, they have a, a, a culture hero who they associate with one of these airplane idols, and they call him John Frum. And that's his name. He's a god. He's a god to them. His name is John Frum. And so you have to wonder if some guy landed there and he said, "Well, who are you?" He said, "Oh, I, you know, I'm I'm John from Toledo." You know, um, right. you know. I mean, seriously. And, and so, you know, 
it's the same thing with the ancient cultures. I mean, and, and by that token, mm-hmm. I mean, it's obviously to the, okay, th- these beings most likely are here. They're, they're not living on Mars. They may go to Mars. They may be able to go there really quickly and do what they need to do and come back. But they live here with us. That's why we see UFOs leaving the oceans all the time, leaving, coming, going for volcanoes, um, you know, all this type of stuff. And, but you've got to understand that when these beings interact with people, it's always to their advantage. It's always when you're tired, you're sleepy or asleep, you're in an altered state of consciousness somehow, that there's something they've done, probably an electromagnetic field dampening uh, on, on your brain activity, something like that. It's always something where everything's to their advantage so that you're kind of docile. You can't hurt them, okay? And then they can do whatever they want to. Well, to me, that's the equivalent to rape, you know, or any other type of, of thing, you know. But that that being aside, if they're so advanced and they really cared about people, you'd never know they were there. You wouldn't wake up. They wouldn't put you through these. Okay. Yeah, but how much? How, yeah, but how much of the the abduction experience in a negative uh, fashion like that is really legit, and how much of it is made up? Because well, look, uh, even Travis's abduction experience, and you know, I think we all could kind of agree that Travis was not abducted. Travis was probably saved because the, what happened to him, he probably was killed, and they took him to save his to save his life, basically. Be. That's what I believe happened. I don't think Travis. You know, look, Travis was not meant to get abducted that night. I don't think they were there waiting for Travis to you know come in his truck and you know jump out of the truck and start running towards the ship like then i don't think the, the aliens mapped this out and, and had this you know thought uh going in you know that that wasn't in, the, in their their agenda for that night that just kind of happened and i think you know in good nature and i kind of you know i have to say they did uh right by travis they took him up there probably fixed him up saved his ass yeah. and, yeah, and now travis have, is you know yeah but he's had like amazing health the last like you know 30 years man I mean, that yeah, dude is in incredible health at his age uh, i mean he looks phenomenally well for his age he's still you know up there with uh people doing the lectures and he's you know traveling and doing all the good yeah. stuff that he does but you know what he's he even said it he barely gets sick uh he's been in, in great health this whole time uh so i mean there there could be something to that man i do think there could be something to well, that well, think about by the way guys down. hold on hold on guys uh we're, we're actually going to be joined on the air right now we have a caller caller 213 you're live on sky watchers radio welcome to the show hey angel it's isaac from la isaac from la what's going on buddy what's up bud Hey, I just wanted to say that makes what he said makes so much sense that it's almost tantamount to a rape victim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is. Um, it is. I've it's never a, it's told anybody this, but well, 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 I actually woke up. What's yeah. that? I was just going to say that that it's not just that. It's almost like Pavlovian conditioning that you will tolerate this. You will put up with this because yeah. an advanced culture that is really technologically advanced. They could have you under some sort of anesthetic, uh, totally unaware of what's going on. But no, what they do is they seem to enjoy this this whole process of look what we're doing to you. Oh, we like you. We're your friends. We're here. Here, I'm going to stick this in you. Here, I'm going to stick this needle in your navel. Here, does that hurt? Here, I'm going to put this in your nose. I'm going to dig around behind your eye a little bit. You know, and they do this stuff, and people are terrified and paralyzed the whole time. That's sadistic. Okay. Yeah. And that's that that's 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 the kind of thing that will. If it's repeated, it will create what's what's known as the Stockholm syndrome, where these people and you see this. That's what I was getting at earlier, where people worship things like this that they don't understand. And in ufology today, you find you have this whole segment of the abductee or or the contactees and, and so forth population 
they claim they've had these experiences, but no matter what these beings do to them, oh, they're wonderful. Oh, it's they're always here positive. It's always sunshine well, and sprinkles yeah. and rainbows. Well, and it, and it is like uh, uh, hold, hold on, guys. Like I, it's a cult. It's let's a cult get our let's get our caller get a word in here. Uh, caller, you had something really important. I know you wanted to say. Go ahead. Well, this is the reason why I called because that immediately when you said that it made me think of my experience. I've had quite a bit of experiences that I've never told anyone. Uh, except for L.A. Marzulli. He's the only person I ever told. Um, I woke up in my bedroom, um, and there were four of four grays right around my bed. I mean, I never was, you know, regressed. This is all actual memory. Um, I woke up, and they were just around me, and they didn't know that I had woke up. And the one on the edge of the bed kind of looked over to the one closest to me, like, hey, he's up. You know, he didn't say anything. And then the one, it got in my face, and I blacked out. And when I woke up the second time from that, that's exactly what I felt like. I just felt like a rape victim. I was, I was right. pissed. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and think about this too. I mean, I mean, the fact that they do this in the way that they do, <clears throat> their attitude is, you have no rights. We can do whatever we want to, and and we want you to know that. You know, it's like you're being conditioned to put up with this, um, whether you like it or not. And you know a truly advanced society that's 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 morally spiritually advanced. Why would they want? Yeah, to but but who says they're spiritually advanced? Just because they're advanced well, technologically see, doesn't what, mean they're spiritually advanced. A lot advanced. of ufology people, people who are in the ufology uh, groupie field, that's what they. That's what. That's yeah, what but a, a lot of these folks, they they push the same thing. Oh, they're here to help. They, you yeah, know exactly. what? I don't, I don't believe exactly. that aliens are coming from another galaxy and they're here to help. And just they're keeping their secret. Doesn't they're mean taking, it's right. They're taking that, they that necessarily their, doesn't have purposes. to be true. I feel they're like taking, that's another reason why art got so such a following because even the few that actually looked at this the darker side as opposed to just our space brothers here to help us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And see, they they basically um, act, okay. It's in their interest to tell people, and this is what I was getting at earlier. It, it's in their interest to tell people. Oh yeah, we come from up there. Where do you, where do you come from? Oh, you see that star up there, uh, way you know, hundreds and hundreds of light years away. That's where we come from. Uh, we come from Zeta Reticuli. We come from that one over there. No, but but don't look under the ocean right off this coast over here. Don't look under these mountains right over here. You know, ten miles away. Don't look inside that volcano. You know, don't don't look right here in your own environment because oh, we, right, it's the old there. misdirection act. Yeah, that absolutely, was a magic illusion, man. It's all oh it's, yeah, it's, we're it's not exactly local at all, really, we're right? Not. Yeah, it's it is misdirection and and disinformation, and people really fall for it. But then again, you know, you had the same thing with with Zeus. You look back at old Zeus coming mm-hmm. down, you know, basically doing the same thing because he's the same beings. These are the same beings. He's coming down. He's raping women and having a, a hybrid offspring with them and all this stuff. And oh, but you can't do anything about this. There's not going to be child support coming from me, man. I live on Olympus. You can't. Possibly... <laughs> Olympus is way... It's that's way a hell of a check he owes at this yeah. point. Uh, Carla, do you have any other questions for us tonight before we, uh, we uh, move that's on? That's all. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Jackal. No, you're that's awesome, man. Thanks for calling in. Not a worry. Appreciate all it. All right, later, guys. Bye. Appreciate it, Isaac. Uh, Mike, we're almost out of time, and I, you know, I do have to move on and uh, and get Chris here on the line, who's uh, patiently waiting. Sure. Uh, you know, let's give everybody again the uh, links uh, to your show. Tell everybody how they can find you, and uh, if they want to harass you online, where can they do so? Sure, uh, they can go to theouteredgeradio.com, theouteredgeradio.com for the radio show, which is on uh, Sunday nights, and then go to my website 
www.motomorphic.com. It's M-O-T-T-I-M-O-R-P-H-I-C.com. Both fiction and nonfiction links there, some other stuff. And a link to my blog is there. So they can uh, um, go there and uh, find out all about my books and go to my publisher and all that kind of stuff. Very cool. And by the way, next time you see you you see or talk to uh, Tim, uh, say hi for me. I will. Mean, no, I will. A couple of days. I will. The Sh- Tim the Schwarzenegger, as I like to call him. That's right. <laughs> Tim the, Schwarzen- guy. the Schwarzenheimer. The Schwarzenheimer. There you go. Uh, Mike, you're awesome, man. Thanks for being on the show tonight Thanks, and, uh, and yeah, being here with us. Great talking to you again. We're hey, going to be back have... in a few minutes. Uh, go ahead, Mike. Uh, you guys have a great show. We will. We always do when you're right. on. But when you leave... It never, it's never the same, but I think after we come back, it's going to be pretty damn good because we've got Chris Brown, everybody. Chris Brown is going to be on, so stick around. This is Skywatchers Radio on the Dark Matter Radio Network and, of course, PSN Radio. We'll be right It's been so long since I've seen her face. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. Put a team of professional consultants behind your home or business computer with key information solutions. Providing solutions to your internet and computing needs while keeping you on the cutting edge of technology. Preventative maintenance and networking support. Hardware and custom built computers. Let key information solutions be your personal tech staff for your home or office with affordable hourly, monthly, or annual rates to fit anyone's budget. Call Key Information Solutions now. 954 That's 954-973-3374. Or visit keyinformation.com. Hello, my name is Howard Hughes, and I'm in London, and I've been proud to bear this name all my life. Over here in the UK, I'm known as a broadcast journalist. I've been involved in some of the big stories of our time. The fall of the Berlin Wall. The death of Princess Diana. I told London about that. And on the first and second anniversaries of 9-11, I was there at Ground Zero, speaking to the people who were directly involved and those experiences I will never forget. So news is my thing. But my great love is my show, the one that I produce, The Unexplained. Over the years on this show, I've spoken to people like the late Al Bielik from the Philadelphia Experiment, Edgar Mitchell, the amazing Apollo astronaut, Dr. Stephen Greer, David Icke, and Uri Geller. People like Richard C. Hoagland have become personal friends over the years. I met him in London. So you can see that these sort of topics are what I like to discuss. Please join me on my show from London, The Unexplained, Monday nights on the Dark Matter Network. Hi, this is Jeff Brady, host of In Other News, heard on Dark Matter Radio on Thursdays. In this strange period where free energy technology is weaponized, dissent is criminalized, and war economies flourish, the human family is being deliberately assaulted on multiple fronts in the food, air, water, and during sleep. Yet here we are with information at our fingertips, only to become a slave to the portable digital communication device. You know what you're really communicating. You're screaming to cell phone corporations, please put a chip in me. 
past shows have looked at issues involving electromagnetic weapons, satellite stalking, RFID, orgone and organite, illegal fluoridated drinking water for infants, airport radiation scanners, secret societies, energy vampires, psychopathy, surveillance, sex trafficking, disaster capitalism. So tune in to In Other News Thursdays on the Dark Matter Radio Network, the pioneers of overnight talk radio. everybody we're back on sky watchers radio and the sounds you're listening to right there that is from our good friend space boy that's right space boy provided that song is kick ass man now another person who is uh, pretty kick ass himself is mr chris brown who's joining us on sky watchers radio what's up my friend how you doing hey, hey how you doing how's I'm your doing. week been so I'm far doing. hanging in everyone's there. everyone's doing amazing you sure. sound so excited well, I'm actually I'm just kind of getting over a cold, and so yeah, I'm I'm kind of down on the weather, but I'm getting past it. So I'm on my final final leg. Very nice. Uh, so yep. what's been new with you in the last uh, couple of weeks since, or last couple of months since you've been here? You haven't been here for what a couple of months now? Yeah, yeah. I think it's been um, probably around October or or. Uh, no, uh, around right October time, maybe somewhere around there. I thought, but yeah, I've been I'm, uh, just hanging hot here in Oregon. I had a kind of a little incident happen to me a week before Christmas. You know, I have epilepsy, and I haven't had a I haven't had a big seizure for a while. Uh, a grandma and I and, and woke up in the hospital in the morning. I had a grandma seizure, and I fell down, and Ooh. so I had to deal with that for a little bit. But but bam, I'm up a back uh here i am so, so oh there you yeah. are yeah. now were you listening on the uh, first hour when we had uh, william michael Mon on i was i was now what do you think of the last uh, part there where we we're talking about the uh, the abduction scenario because you, you you've had your own uh ufo sighting you know you and your kid had a sighting uh, up yeah. there in, the, in your neck of the woods and uh you know it, it was a big deal for you you know it really was because that's a big oh, deal for man. anybody who has that kind of sighting i mean that's kind of like an earth you know a life changer Shattering type of thing. It's uh, definitely been that. Yeah. But it, it's not an abduction. You weren't abducted. You weren't mm-hmm. taken. As far as we know, right? No. Uh, you know, what are your thoughts on, the, on the, the whole thing that we're talking about? Do you think it's like rape? Because it is a perfect analogy. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, you know. Yeah. I guess you know if you want. I you know when I when I had in our encounters, they seemed so alien. Even though we didn't have. Uh, we didn't see a beings or anything. Just uh, you know, the, the huge craft in the the field, uh, and it was just so big, and it seemed so alien. And then the the sphere. I can't say it. Just you know, it seemed very alien. And uh, but you know, we had a, a, a Mufon said ours encounter was this, was the closest encounter of the what I guess first, second, third, and then fifth. Uh, so there was no abduction. The, break down the fifth, uh, fifth kind. The fifth also. is, I guess, telepathic. Now, see, this is where, because I, now see, that's a tricky deal. Granted, okay. I had been out there, I'd been praying for this thing to come back, and 
And I was also out there talking about it too. And and as I said before, she, have you not seen horror like, movies with aliens, man? What are you praying for? Them to <laughs> I know it exactly. Well, you know, it just uh, what can I say? It's in the moment, I guess. But anyway, uh, you know, uh, when when uh, when I was out there, you know, and I said I was praying for it. Who's to say they didn't hear me? You know, over here, if they could, like, say if they could go light speed, they can hear a pin drop. So you know, I mean, uh, do you think? But they it did thoughts? seem very alien. But but uh, yeah, we. Uh, I guess the fourth is the abduction, and uh, I never my knew. Thing, look, my thing. Look, uh, here, here's the thing, though. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you raised an uh, interesting question, and I kind of like said it. You, I don't think you heard me, but do you think they can hear your thoughts from wherever they're at? Yeah, maybe, maybe you know that's because I mean. Uh, and the that reason seems I to be, ask, that seems to be what 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 is the the thing is them being able to read thoughts and so sure. And here here's the reason I say that because you know aliens who would come down on some kind of a ship are obviously technologically advanced. They're a technological race of some sort. Uh, there's a good chance that if they can read your thoughts or if they can uh, hear when you're thinking about them or you know or hear whatever you're thinking about on a daily basis. Which by the way, how bored are they? Yeah. And they're listening listening to what you're thinking all day. Jesus, yeah, that is it. Yeah. Man, but uh, let's mm-hmm. just say they're doing that all day long, right? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, maybe they have an implant on you. Have you ever had yourself checked for an implant? Because I mean, that would be a, a way for them to do it. Maybe implant something on your head and your, you know, on your brain or something. Maybe somewhere, you know, in the memory cortex, somewhere in deep there by the cerebellum. I don't know. I mean, have you ever thought of getting yourself checked out for an implant? I well, I have thought about it. I just uh, didn't think that I really needed to because I there was. Well, granted, like I say, there was no missing time on my sense. I didn't, from from my sense, of you know, the clocks were all right, my timing. But, but um, well, yeah, you know, I, I have I have a, I have gripes with the whole missing time thing, by the way, because I don't think it, you know everybody who has been abducted will have missing time. Yeah, uh, some some of it might be instantly because let's just say they could manipulate space and time. Uh, they can take you on the ship, have you there for weeks, and drop you right back two seconds after they took you, or a second after, or That's right true. in the same. Instance. Like well, it might be. Hold you. on, hold on, hold on. The only thing I'm going to say to object to that is, is the same way they show in Doctor Who. You know, there are certain times that are fixed points in time that you know you can't either get into or get out of. Maybe, maybe they have to. They could travel in time, but only in a linear fashion. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Possible, but I don't, even, I don't even think Doctor Who travels in a linear fashion. I mean, he goes all over the place. Yeah, but in in the show, there's certain. But there is a fixed time. Yeah, there is a fixed time. There's certain things right, that yeah. you cannot alter and cannot change. We, mm-hmm. we all, we all, you know, still. Well, that's my thing. Well, I mean, who's to say they just didn't alter my, you know, my whole what I was thinking? And and uh, <laughs> you, I will say this: that one thing that does is it seems that you know every every year at this at that time, I'm always looking at the light. You know, when the lights, you know, when it's go outside, like, so like her time, like, it's like, you know, five to eight, you know, right about the time when I went out and started, you know, my whole speed, my whole story. I'm now when I'm looking out there and I'm going, it seems a lot darker and that the, the, um, it doesn't seem as light. And, um, so that's weird to me. And that is one thing now that I am kind of, and that's on the first encounter. And so, um, and I was alone on the first encounter. 
Um, but but I didn't have that missing missing time as far as I know. But like I say, who knows? You know, Angel, like, like, like you go yeah, light speed, uh, you could do anything, you know? You, you could, look, if they could travel from like another star system here, billions yeah. of light years away, I'm pretty sure they've mastered space and time. So, I mean, that would be Yeah, you know, exactly. And so that's, that's the big mystery. But so that is what I'm kind of going in my head. I mean, it is all fresh. I... Yeah, really kind of as much as, you know, I mean, I've been, granted, I went on the radio pretty quick after my encounter. I mean, so I have been on for a while, but really this whole thing is fresh. It's just three years into this. And um, so I'm slowly piecing everything a little bit together, and it's just been a big ride. It's been a whole big but luckily, you haven't had any other experiences, and you haven't had any other. Uh, no, I haven't. That and, and that's you know, a lot of people say, "Well, gosh, you know, you have you had another experiences afterwards? Have you?" Yeah, really, a lot of it too. Is just to be honest, you know, as I talked about a little bit before, is it's just been so so, so uneasy to go outside still a little bit that I'm really catering myself. To, <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, it's, if it's, it, hold on, but if, if it spooks you to go outside, and I mean, and I understand why it would be kind of mm-hmm. a frightening thing, especially if it's if it's indeed extraterrestrial. I mean, that could scare a lot better, of but here's but here's the thing: if, if if that does scare you, do you think that maybe talking about it on radio might invite them to you know come so back? I, I almost mean, feel like it. Almost, and as crazy as it sounds, it's an almost as like laws of attraction, my friend. You know, but it's like, more like the laws of attraction. You know, like you know, you keep talking about them, you're going to attract them. Well, it's almost in a sense different. Like it's <laughs> almost like, like, like I see it in my head. Like they came down because, like I say, I knew nothing about UFO anything. Radio station, I didn't know what coast to coast was. Uh, really nothing. And so uh, I feel like it came down here and it did what it did to give me this like this message. Okay. There you go, you know, and deliver and tell what I have to say and do all what's happened. And well, here, I think we have a, I think we have a caller. I, don't I think we have, hold on, I hate to cut you off, Chris. I think we have a caller who wants to ask a, a question here. Sure. 760, you're on the air on Skywatchers Radio. I have a question for Chris, myself, or a comment? Good evening, Angel, and we have a bad connection here on In-N-Out. Yeah, you're, you're definitely having a bad connection. Okay, do that. Yeah. Sorry. Right. Well, that was weird. Sounded like she was underwater. Yeah, it did. Maybe she'll be better the next time around. Yeah, maybe she's calling from Atlantis. Yeah. But you know, they get kind of hot on that real quick because <laughs> she gets back. You know, I feel like almost like it's it's it's, it's making a, it's like a, a relief for me actually to get. Okay, here she comes again. I think. One more time, caller, you're on the air. Yeah, we still got a bad connection, but can you hear me all right? No, can't hear you well at all. It's terrible. Okay. Well, let me try to squeeze the question in real quick. We we can't even really hear you. You sound like you're a mile away. I'm sorry. I'm talking on the computer here. Uh, we could tell. All right, guys. Uh, please don't call from the computer. All right, if you're just going to call in, use the phone, you know, the traditional way. Uh, yeah. Or if you can't do that, get Skype. Uh, if you have Skype... With a headset, you can call it. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah that's a tricky deal sometimes. It just doesn't come through. Unfortunately. No, so it's just, maybe she'll, she'll have something else she can she can work out. But but anyway. Uh, but here, look, look, Chris, uh, moving mm-hmm. on real quick. You know, not moving on, but I want to you know, get to a couple of different stories sure. here that I had uh, on the pipeline. 
which I, you know, we got to one or two with uh, with Mike, but there's a couple ones that I wanted to run by you. Sure. And, uh, you know, one of them is uh, about a UFO. Uh, NASA actually cut a, a feed, a live uh, feed from the ISS, and they actually had a UFO appear on there. Uh, have you seen uh, this video? Have you seen uh, this article at all? I'd seen the article, and I didn't. Uh, I didn't see the video. I. Um, I actually don't know why I didn't. I. I, uh, I didn't. Maybe I, I guess I didn't even know if there was a video, but I did see the 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 uh, article on it. Yeah. Well, here, uh, follow along here for a second now, folks. Okay. I'm going to read part of the article here. And, Chris, I'm going to link you the article here on Skype. All right. Uh, so you can read along here. And uh, check this out. It says here, they did it in the 60s, and they're doing it now. A strange gray UFO that caused something of a stir in the conspiracy community after NASA caught the object on his ISS live feed camera and then promptly cut the live feed as soon as it appeared. The small gray object it seem, uh, is seen coming up over the horizon and then disappearing just moments later as NASA cuts the feed and switches to another of the cameras. The event took place on January 15th, 2015, just a few days ago, and will no doubt fuel conspiracy theories and beliefs that NASA is, of course, deliberately hiding footage of potential UFOs. One of the simplest theories, of course, is that, that this conundrum is, uh, is that it is an artifact on the lens, or indeed the moon. And I don't buy either one of those, to be honest with you. Uh, I see, I've seen the object, and I've seen a lot of different uh, footage uh, in the past that looked very similar to this in space. And it, it no, you know, I've said it many times, uh, Chris. And if you listen to the mm-hmm. show, you've heard me say this many times. NASA lies, NASA lies, NASA lies. Man, they just sure. lie like crazy. Never a straight answer, right? That's mm-hmm. what they stand for. Uh, this is, uh, I think, more of what we're going to get in the next couple of years. You know, we, we're going to have Steve Bassett on last week. He's going to be on with us in a few weeks, uh, or in a, probably like in a week or two, I think. And, of course, he's been pushing for disclosure. And uh, I don't know if we're ever going to see disclosure the way he wants it, but I think slowly but surely we're going to see certain things leak out like this that's going to make it even more obvious that NASA's just full of it. Now, sure. being that you had your own uh, sighting, Chris, uh What's your thoughts on what NASA has been accused of doing here? You know, this is my thing, as I said before, is this, is the government, I know I could see their, 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 their way of, of not wanting to talk too much or like I always like I said before, so talk about life. We'll talk about life on other planets and whatever. Uh, but yeah, granted, they don't want to bring up the ET thing. Granted, there's the reasons. Number one reason is, is by saying the ET thing, then, then that means they have to acknowledge and say, yeah, okay, yeah, we've known about this or whatever. And then that's another thing they have to bring up about the technology and why aren't we have it and what do they know and and this and that. So so maybe if the government slowly comes out and says, okay, well, yeah, we're seeing these and and tries to do it that way, Maybe that's that's in their big master plan, but as, as I said before, it's, it's, it's a huge taboo. It deals with religion and and uh, you know with with people what they think and oh, is this you know yeah, that, but you know what? I don't, I, don't even think, and, I don't think religion is really going to be much yeah. of, a, of a factor because you know the Vatican came out saying, hey, UFOs, sure. yeah, they're cool, they're real aliens, uh, sure, why not? They're sure. all part of God's plan. That's you know that was the Vatican stance on on aliens recently, not too long ago. So I don't think they're going to be much of an issue on a, on a wide scale. Even though I think the Muslims are going to have a problem with it still, and some <clears> other religions <throat> might have an issue. But you know some of the major religions are probably going to be okay with uh, final disclosure whenever that happens. But look, I when am. I say that uh, that NASA and the government might be leaking stuff uh, like this. 
I don't think this happened by accident. Okay, NASA doesn't do anything by accident. When you saw this on the video before they cut the feed, I'm pretty sure they knew that it was going to happen, and they did it on purpose. They knew people were going to notice, and a little bit leaked out, and that's what they wanted. Yeah, that's 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 my feeling too. Is that it's just a a slow leak, of just a, a little bit, just a. To get us wet, you know what I mean? To get us wet and and to get the appetite going for this. Exactly. Just just, just wet our appetite a little bit and just kind of, yeah, calm us down. Whatever they think or prepare us, you know, I guess what I think everybody's pretty much prepared, but but what do I know? (laughs) I mean, do you think if NASA does come out tomorrow and say, you know what, aliens aliens are real. Yeah, they're they're real and uh, we've known about them. Uh, Do you think uh, it's going to be panic in the streets, man? Because I really don't. No, I no, I don't. It's, it's what, what what it is is it's going to be then the questions. Then it's going to be the you know everybody's going to bombard them and uh, all these news you know people are going to be want to ask questions and then they're going to have to start talking and then that's then they can't get rid of it once because once it's out they just can't ever stop talking about it. That's true. And eventually yeah. people. You know, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, you know, are going to open up and talk and, and 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 start saying things. So, sure, I understand. You know that. You know, I'm kind of hoping that Obama becomes the disclosure president, as a lot of folks have wanted him to be early on. I do hope he becomes that. Uh, it'll just be a, a great, you know, thing for him. I think if he does, uh, if he does become that president. If you think about his tenure as president, not only is he the first uh, half African American president because you know his other half is white. white yeah. Man. Uh, but, you know, he is part black, part white, whatever. Uh, he's, you know, part uh, of both sides of the equator here. And, uh, you know, he's done a lot of things in his office, which has been controversial uh, as his time as president. Some has been uh, approved by the public. Some have been hated by the public. Mm-hmm. But we cannot deny some of the things he's done, uh, which has been approved by the public. The fact that he got bin Laden. Exactly. Whether, he got bin whether, Laden. Whether it was him directly that said uh, where he was or whether it was the intelligence that we had that did it, which it was the intelligence. I mean, that's mm-hmm. no lie there. I mean, they got to get a, a lot of the credit. But he was the president sitting in office when it happened. He did give the go for them to go in and get him. So mm-hmm. he had that happen recently now. Of course, this whole thing with Cuba, uh, which I think is a very positive step forward in uh, resolving a 50-year-old embargo, which should not have been there to begin with. And uh, and I'm a Cuban. Yeah, and it's a beautiful, lost so, area for island. a lot of yeah. people to open that up. It's going to be a, a, a good, great thing, yeah. It, it is. And look, they're already talking about lifting the embargo altogether and what this would mean. And look, there's a lot of things that he's done in his uh, quiet six years uh, that have been positive as well. I think this would be a great notch in his belt if he's able to be the disclosure president and mm-hmm. does come out with some information that sheds a little bit of light into the whole mystery of aliens, uh, the whole mystery of UFOs. And then, look, you don't, he doesn't have to be the one that says the entire thing is real. He, maybe he just says something like, "Oh, well, you know, we found, uh, our, you know, we found some kind of life on Mars, or sure. uh, we found remnants of uh, ancient alien life here on Earth." And uh, well, there's some more of a mystery that we even thought about you know little things like that it doesn't have to be like well the aliens are our friends which mm-hmm. might be the case you know altogether but i think that would be a, a good thing for his presidency uh, i think it would be a nice uh, legacy for obama uh i think better so than, too. Uh, yeah better than looking at gas prices are going down also people so that's also a good thing for yes the, uh, they presidency. are and it's a great thing because <laughs> i'm heading to mexico next month where we're flying and and it's make for cheap airline prices so right you know. Mm-hmm. I, I'll tell you what, I haven't seen uh, $2 gallons uh, of gas here uh, in a long time. It's yeah. happened. 
That's amazing. I know. Dollar ninety eight. Somebody posted on uh, on Facebook. You know where they were at. I think it was like Costco or something. Dollar ninety eight. Now, how long that was sustained? Of course, uh, we have no idea. But yeah, that's that's the big one. Yeah. You know, but I do think it would take a president like an Obama, though, to come out with some stuff like this, uh, this you know, alien stuff. I think it would have to be somebody like him. Uh, you know, I don't think Hillary Clinton, for example, uh, would be uh, in position if she ever won the presidency. I don't think, you know, I don't think they'll give her that kind of knowledge to go in and, and, and put that out there. Look, Bill tried to get information on aliens, and it went nowhere. You know, Bill uh, was interested. He's a fan of the subject. He went in and he said, yes, I understand I cheated on Hillary, but please tell me some info on these little gray guys. And nothing. He got absolutely nothing from anybody. So I don't think Hillary's going to be a disclosure president if she runs and wins, which there's a good chance she might win. But here's the thing, uh, Chris, and this leads us to another story I wanted to get to. Uh, The advocate for UFO disclosure is going to lead Hillary Clinton's election campaign. Did you know that? I did not know that. John Podesta has urged the U.S. to disclose UFO files in the past. And now John Podesta and Hillary Clinton are going to be joined together for her campaign. Hmm. He will help her. He will help her uh, in her election and for the presidency. Now, it says here, John Podesta is an advocate for freedom of information. He has stated that in his that it is time that the book is open and the full disclosure is given on everything, including the existence of aliens. He has also had issues, uh, or he also had to issue an apology for calling Republicans uh, killer cultists. <laughs> you know, if the shoe fits. That's all I'm saying. Uh, he is a senior White House aide at the moment, and uh, also the uh, the Wall Street Journal uh, reported that it may uh, he may actually resign again to join Hillary Clinton's election campaign. Now, wouldn't it be interesting? Because I don't think Hillary Clinton is that person that they would entrust this kind of of a thing with. But wouldn't it be interesting if it is a Clinton, after all, who comes out with the truth? Whatever well, maybe. Is. I mean, you know, when Bill, well, gosh, it's been, what, 20 years now almost, I guess, pretty much since Bill's wow, been there. And, it is, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, Amazing. it wasn't that time. Maybe that'll be something that Hillary... We'll, we'll, we'll go down in, in, in something she'll be able to do. Uh, you know, Obama's kind of made his, you got, you know, he's done a few big ones there, getting Bin Laden and, and, you know, and, and maybe that'll be her thing. Who knows? Well, we'll have to see, you know. I, I seen uh, a gal right on Facebook the other day claiming that, that, uh, the, uh, uh, Sylvia Brown says the aliens were going to 2016. So, so <laughs> Sylvia Brown? Sylvia Brown. Well, I watched Montel Williams way back in early Sylvia Brown. Mom, she used and to she talk said like that they this. They were going to come in like 2012 yeah. or something, right? So, yeah. Well, Sylvia Brown's happened. not here to to say anything. no. No, she's not. She right now somewhere in 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 hell. She's like that jackal guy, that angel. He's making fun of me on the radio. Well, she. You know, it sounded like uh, she almost died at the right time because there was issues coming down on her and whether what happened i don't know but but i just know there was some some issues coming down there that she had forged or did something to uh, well she had been busted several times in fact speaking of montel williams there was one time i remember seeing this on youtube and you guys could look this up uh where she was on the show and somebody asked her about a, a relative who had you know gone missing and she was very adamant that this person was dead that they were gone you know that uh, they should look in a certain place and this and that yada 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 
It turned out the guy was alive, uh, very, he was alive and well. He had gone on a vacation and forgot to tell people. And it was something to that extent. And um, it kind of blew up afterwards because, I mean, this family was devastated. And the guy was like, wait a second, they're on TV thinking I'm dead. Mm-hmm. That's not cool, you know. And that yeah, it, it really isn't times. cool. And and so you know, I I never really watched her much, but but my mom and my sister and they really they really you know sucked it in. And, oh, of course, a lot of folks yeah. do. I mean, that, yeah. But that, that's the thing about you know not not so much ufology in general, but I mean the the whole psychic uh, paranormal uh, field it gets that. I mean, they do have people like her uh, that attract everybody because you know she is interesting to watch in some form i guess i don't know people found her interesting i'd never sure but you know some folks did but the voice and the makeup and the big nails and the the big dress and the stuff that she said you know and some people believed it and it was dramatic she'll be on tv you know montel with his shiny head you know they will make it you know exciting and fun and people will ask them questions and of course you know a lot of that probably was staged uh, but the the tv audience doesn't know that and she's she was doing that for such a long time that she built an audience and built a fan base well she you know she she did what she did she She made her money pretty much doing just like the radio and stuff, I believe, and then it wasn't right. until later on she'd worked herself through TV or something like that. Kind of isn't that how it worked with her? Yeah, there was something yeah. like that. Now check this out. It says the uh, journal reported that uh, the precise role of Podesta's that Podesta would play in a Clinton campaign is unclear, but people familiar with the discussions uh, said he likely would be a campaign chairman uh, should she decide to run. Given his social and political leaning, he would be interesting uh, an interesting asset for Clinton, to say the least. In uh, 2013, he compared congressional Republicans in uh, Jamestown cultists uh, who left uh, more than uh, than. This year, more than 900 people dead and committed mass suicide in 1978. So, yeah, he uh, he thinks the Republicans are cultists. Again, if the shoe fits. But anyway. But, again, it, this would be a very, very interesting move for Clinton. And, again, it would spark that debate. And, and even look, even if people just uh, start talking about it, even if it doesn't lead to anything in the long run, even if it doesn't lead to the disclosure, uh, the fact that people would, would start talking about the fact that he is part of her campaign strategy, that he is part of her, he's a chairman of her campaign, the fact that he is there and, th- and he believes in disclosure, that's going to bring the topic up. People are going to sure. be talking about it. And that in itself, <clears throat> it's a good thing. Well, that's exactly it. It's a positive. It's really, this whole UFO, uh, really, the U- it seems to be that, that it's, the last, I, to myself, and granted, like I say, I haven't been in this industry for long, but just maybe the last 10 years, I guess you could say it's really just exploded in the sense of more sightings, of course, cameras. And, and uh, so, you know, uh, it's just got really just a matter of time, you know, and people were just getting more educated and stuff. But really, it's just kind of new to, uh, you know, everybody's now has cameras everywhere and, uh, you go ten years back, maybe not even ten years back, and not everybody's walking around with some type of camera. Uh, well, yeah, you know, that's the advent. Like yeah, but that's the thing. advent of uh, smartphones and that kind of technology. Sure. But here's sure. the thing: even even with these uh, smartphones, <clears throat> the cameras on them, as as good as they are in the daylight, is not very good at nighttime when you're trying no, to focus in no, on. No, that's the iPod. Like I say, so. on I was sitting there waiting for my. My, you know, UFO when I come back and my camera and all that. Granted, I had my camera, but uh, I it would it wouldn't have gotten a clear, yeah, for sure at night. Like uh, you know, 
People don't understand how difficult it is to actually do the sky watching and and actually catch things at night. It's not it's not easy work at all. Uh, I haven't done it in a while because of how difficult it can be. And a lot of times you're just sitting out there and you're like, man, I feel like an a hole. Well, it's just like what we're talking about. I mean, here I'm out there and and you're did it hear me? Did he hear me want it to come back or out there or whatever? Well, that's just again the same thing. You out there taking a picture, waiting for it to come back, and it's saying, "I'm gonna go down there." He's trying to get a picture of, it, so I'm not gonna go by him. <laughs> sure. How much of that is? How much of that though is them like paying attention to what we're thinking, or just the fact that we're out there, you know, long enough that eventually one of them passes by and they're like, "Hey, look at that uh, fat dude out there. He's bald. Let's go hang out with him." Yeah, that, 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 exactly. That's just coincidence. Thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think well, that, you know, like I say, it's like that in, in time travel. You know, it's like a Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Uh, when they went and they got went through, they lost their keys and they went to go to the jail or whatever, dad's jail and get him. Remember, and they said, okay, duck. And they were telling him to duck right at the perfect hmm. time and walk right. right at the perfect time. You know, if you're dealing with time travel, I suppose. By the I, way, I, Bill I, and I, Ted's Excellent never, Adventure is a huge ripoff from Doctor Who. Huge oh, ripoff. I never was a Doctor Who guy, so I wouldn't know. But uh, oh, Well, think about it. They I both really had like the, Bill the and Ted's box. Excellent Adventure. Yeah, no, but follow me here. They both had the phone box, right? Bill and Ted had the yes, telephone box. Yes, Doctor Who had the they had the, the TARDIS, which looks like a phone box. They both had a guy who was like the doctor, the doctor on Doctor Who, and Rufus on Bill and Ted was like the doctor. Mm-hmm. Same kind of character, and Bill and Ted were his companions. See what I'm saying? Yeah, just like yeah. That. So the same uh, thing. they just kind of used a spinoff, I guess. Probably if you were to talk to the people that made it back then. No, it's it's what happens out. in America. It's what happens in American cinema. It's, it's really well, creative it's with that too. Yeah, <laughs> that is that is. We got to come up with a movie. Uh, Keanu Reeves. What do you think? <laughs> well, whoa! I'm a big fan of this Doctor Who, and I know Kung Fu. Well, that's a couple years later. Uh, there, Keanu. We're not talking about that yet. Well, that's yeah. good time travel. Whoa. Were they going to make a remake of uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure or something? I thought maybe I seen. Well, they're talking about actually doing a uh, a part three. Part three, that was it. Yeah, with old ass Bill and Ted, fifties, mm-hmm. and hmm. still waiting to write that song that changes the world. They yeah, not... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a great like thing about song. Bill and Ted. They they're they always you know the Wild Stallions are going to be the Wild this. Stallions. I was just saying, gonna, trying to remember their name. That was they're going to the be Wild this Stallions. band that changes the world. But yet in the two movies, they they sucked at, mu- mm-hmm. at making music. I really love that movie, and, and uh, I seen it in the movie theater. You know when it came out back in like 1988, I think it was or something like that. Yep, yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, one more story before we uh, we go off sure. uh, on our last break and let you go for the evening uh, here. Uh, my good friend, uh, check this out. This is something that is, it, you know, talking about ufology for a second. Uh, and you know, you said that the last five, ten years is really when it, it exploded. I think it's you know, way further back than that. I'm talking about 70s and 80s is mm-hmm. when it started getting hot. The 90s, it's when I think it really bubbled up and exploded. And I think the, one of the main reasons that it did that was because of a little-known TV show called The X-Files. He had that in the Phoenix Lights, so you are right there. This now... Is, you know. Now check this out. Now, it, now check this out. The X Files ran for nine seasons. It had two movies, and it was just announced on CNET, and it was just announced uh, a couple of days ago, actually, that Fox is looking to revive the show and bring back Gillian Anderson and David Duchovny to play Fox and, and Scully. I see that Mulder and Scully, and they're gonna they're talking about bringing back the X Files, which is a great piece of news for X Files fans. Mm-hmm. I mean. I, I'm a huge fan of the X Files. To see that back on TV would just, you know, oh my! I mean, that would just be the icing on the cake to get Star sure. Wars this year and the X Files back on TV. 
jonesing right now. Well, the X Files ran for what nine years or something? Nine seasons. Yeah, uh, an amazing run. I mean, really one of the best. Uh, TV shows in the history of Fox, which is not saying a whole lot because Fox, <laughs> let's be honest, not great when it comes mm-hmm. to Fox. I mean, they're not the greatest network. But you know what? In their defense, they've come out with some really you know niche shows that have exploded and done really well. X Files, uh, phenomenal, iconic show. You know, it's a, a legendary show at this point. And, yeah, uh, sure. twenty four, twenty four. One of the greatest shows ever was on Fox Network. Also, yeah, twenty four uh, is a very high rated show. Oh, I love that. Show. Well, I mean, there's been I, I almost can't think of any TV shows they've ever had where they've actually had a commercial list show, and they did that on 24. They went like a two hours or something without no commercial on regular TV on a national network. So that's huge. Yeah. I, that's look, huge. it's one of the, it's literally one of the top three greatest shows of all times. I think 24. And uh, look, another one of my favorite shows uh, aired on the Fox Network for two seasons at least, and then it moved on to Sci Fi Network, uh, Sliders which was a very interesting show dealing with space, time, and other dimensions. Yeah. Have you ever seen I, sh- that show? I've actually, actually never seen Sliders, huh? Oh, my goodness. You definitely have to check out Sliders, my friend. That's I will check it. I will check it. amazing show. It's, especially the pilot. It's one of the best pilots you're ever, ever going to see. Danny's back in the house. Danny, welcome back for the last uh, few minutes of the Skywatchers Radio. What's up, Danny? Uh, I had to call in. We said X-Files, man. How, how's that for good news, huh? Oh, my goodness. That's totally what drew me into this. You hit, you hit the nail right on the head. I mean, <laughs> that's it. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, you have no idea how, 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 how... I had, like, tears of joy when I heard that they're bringing back the X-Files and that Jillian Anderson and Dave Duchovny both are interested in coming back and reprising their roles and doing it long-term. Not just one season or half. They're talking about maybe doing this thing four or five you know, more seasons. Yeah. Uh, that's phenomenal. And I think the fan base will be there. It all depends on how well the first season does if they do bring it back. The last movie didn't do well. It tanked at the box office. The series and the show's popularity is not at fault for that, though. That is completely Fox messing everything up. Uh, the, the promotion was horrible on that thing. First of all, the, and also the movie was good, but it wasn't great. But that is Chris Carter's fault for creating a movie that had nothing to do with the alien mythology and kind of like uh, the second movie. Yeah, that second yeah. movie had nothing to do with that, aliens that, uh, or the mythology. I just seen the first one. I didn't see the second one. The the second yeah, one. It was. Time. It was decent, but it had nothing to do with aliens. It was like a standalone movie. It felt like uh, like a, one of the paranormal episodes that had nothing to do with aliens on the show, uh, which yeah. is fine. Uh, if you're bored one day, you, you put it on. It's a decent movie to watch. But it's not what I think the, the mass you know, fan base wanted. They wanted to see that continuation of the storyline that they had been you know, watching for nine seasons and in the other movie. And, uh, and exactly. I think we're going to see more of that. And, I th- and I'm happy that they're talking about bringing this show back. And it's funny because a lot of shows are getting revived now. They brought back 24. Now they're bringing back X-Files. 90210 what's brought back and that was a huge flop oh geez why did you do that yeah that that did yeah, really. hey chris how you doing man hey i'm doing great how you doing i'm doing good man i i heard about your health sorry oh, yeah better for you. yeah i'm talk to you a couple of times yeah i'm trying to get it's trying the, to get back uh just to back to my uh self uh, but uh it's just uh I'm taking a little bit, and I just hurt my back a little bit. But other than that, I'm fine. I'm here. Everybody, well, guys, check out with Chris, could check Chris's interview out uh, on Skywatchers and from uh, Future Theater. Um, His first interview was epic on both shows. Yeah, yeah they, they were great. They, they, 
Yeah, they really are good shows. Check this out, yeah, guys. The, uh, uh, Future Theater really was uh, went, went good when I had my son on. I don't, I don't put him on a lot of shows, uh, but it's when he does go on is when the people really get the power of of, of the encounters is, is when my boy does come on. Yeah, so. I was a bit bitter about that. I, I thought we were going to get him on Skywatchers first, but yeah, Bill and Nancy always. Gets yeah, him. I know they get everything their way because they're the great Bill and Nancy Burns. Uh, check this out. We got last ten minutes left, and of course, in the last ten minutes of the show, we like to read messages from the a hole. You know, they, we get all these amazing, amazing messages that penetrate the a hole and uh, it goes through the system. And of course, we got to read them. So now let's go hit that segment up, everybody. This is the most fun segment of the show. And now, messages through the a-hole. All right, messages from the a-hole. There we go. And uh, let's see here. We're going to go with our first message from the a-hole. Tonight is coming from, let's see, we got uh, from Stephen B., we got a message from Stephen B. And uh, Stephen B. wants to know, this is an old message from a week ago. We're getting a couple old messages, by the way, because we weren't on last week. Stephen B. wants to know, Jimmy, can you hear me? Wait, what? That makes no sense. What's that mean? Sorry about that. I don't know. Stephen B. That makes no sense. Anyway, uh, next message from the a-hole we have uh, from Trevor. Uh, He wants to know, uh, let me see, how has being into ufology affected your day job? Trevor wants to know. Well, Trevor, it really hasn't affected my day job much. Uh, I really don't talk about it a whole lot at work uh, just because uh, I don't have time from all the other stuff that I do. I'm a marketing uh, guy at my job, so I'm pretty busy the entire time. But at one time I did have one of my bosses uh, you know, accidentally find a website uh, for PSN Radio on my browser when he went on my computer, and he started asking me about the network and stuff, just, you know, random questions, and I told him, yeah, I do a, bro- a, bo- a podcast, you know, I do a radio show, and he started listening to uh, Skywatcher's radio, and he was like, oh, you're really into the alien stuff, huh? And then a really funny story came out of that where he started telling me about, you know, his sighting, and uh, he was very serious about it, too, which kind of, like, took me back a little bit because I was not expecting that, you know, so... um that was uh that was interesting for sure, uh, but other than that, it really hasn't affected me one way or the other. But uh, thanks for the question, Trevor. Thank you for the uh, for the question. Thanks. Now, uh, moving on here, let's see. Uh, from Davy, Davy wants to know: Would you like to be taken or abducted by aliens? Well, I'm going to answer this. I'm going to let you guys answer it also, since you're joining me here on the uh, on the uh, blast from the a hole. Uh, me personally, uh, I'll, I'll start off with yes. I'd like to be taken. I'd like to uh, take a ride. In fact, uh, I've said it before on the show. They don't even have to abduct me like they did uh, Travis. They don't need to hit me with uh, the beam of light and just knock me out. No, knock on my window. Just wave me outside. I will go to you. There's no need for any force entry or any uh, hypnotic uh, regression uh, or any, uh, you know, hypnotizing or anything like that. Just tell me you're outside. I'll go to you. Hey, throw me a rope ladder. I'll climb up. No worries, man. I'm here for you. I'm here to interact with you guys. So, you know, if you if you want to take me on a, on, a, on a ride, by all means, let's go ahead and do it. So there you go. That's your answer. Yes, I would take a ride with aliens. Now, would you guys be open for an abduction scenario? There you Either go, one Take it away. What do you think? I, 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 I've, I've discussed this uh, with Angel before, and initially, uh, I would not be down. Well, uh, that, that was my initial thought. Um, but I would be down for the trip that Angel just described, with none of the Whitley Strieber um, sci-fi uh, 
Nobody wants to have a satellite sticking up their butt, like, you know, Cartman. So, no. None of that I'm stuff. Trying, trying, trying to keep the a-hole clean, you know? Yes. <laughs> Good job. But, so, um, they go. Yeah. So, what, what's your... Ride. So, yes, you'll be no, down for the ride? Not crazy stuff. No, no anal probing? No anal probing. No, no, none of that. Just How about if they do that other thing where they uh, they make you ejaculate into a machine? Like, they force... Uh-huh. You know, I mean, that could be fun. It depends if it's a cute female alien, you know, here in the back. No, 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 no. It's a machine. They, like, they play, they play some oh, machine over machine? your genitals. I don't yeah, know. They... I, I'd have to see the machine. If it's a sexy machine, he might go for it. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts? I'm uh, sure you, if would... it worked, you wouldn't have any issue. <laughs> no, no, no. I hope they don't listen to this segment at work. Yeah. Uh, but, Chris, what are your thoughts, huh? You know... You've had a sighting. Would you, you, would you be down for it? Me more. Keep going on and on and on about it. You kidding? If I had to go on it, you, I don't know. I'm still up in the air. I think about that, and to me, I want to say no. Uh, you know, but but then again, if it's I'm such a unique thing, I don't know. I'm torn. So, I, well, let's hope you don't get torn by the aliens. If you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't want to get. Woo, that could hurt. Corn, but you know, corn, I think I'm corn cobbed by the alien. Exactly. I'm I'm with Danny on this though. As long as it doesn't become an anal probing issue, or it doesn't become anything uh, rough yeah. like that. Yeah. If they hey, could not do that, or they could just make me forget about all that and just remember the fun writing in it, and and uh, it might be able. I'm not even down with the forgetting. Not, I, but anal no, I want to remember. Able for forget the bad yeah. things they do to me. Remember the no, ride. but I don't. I don't want them to do anything bad. I just want to enjoy the ride. You know, let's say let's have a seat. Let me just uh, get a couple beers out. You know, maybe we'll smoke a bowl on the ship. You know, we'll do something fun, and we'll just travel the cosmos, man. It'll be great. It'll be exactly. awesome. That's all I'm saying. Oh! But now Chris, moving on. You know, I mean, Chris. Chris has had. Chris has had an experience. And yeah. I mean, I would be interested. You know, I mean, his. How, I do. How that I think about that a lot, him, you know? I, mean, I do. I think about that all the time. It's just that. Uh, um, I know it's had an effect on you, and I don't know. You know, I don't. I don't know uh, uh, how. how hold that on, guys. We only have a couple of minutes left, and I got to go through a couple more uh, blast from the old here. So let's not uh, derail right, the yeah, show. Watch. Okay, well, that's let's not time. derail the I'm show here. The last couple minutes, guys. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. So there you go. That's. Uh, let's get rid of the, that question from. Uh, <laughs> From Davey. Watch it. All right. Watch it. Now, the next uh, blast from the a-hole here, it's uh, where is Alejandro Rojas? Why hasn't he been on in a while? Uh, the, thought he was going to join the show full time. This comes from Peter Cuball. Good name, by the way, Peter Cuball. Alejandro has been making chimichangas in uh, South Mexico. And uh, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Uh, I haven't talked to Alejandro in a couple weeks. Uh, he actually, uh, you know, last time I heard, he was really busy over... Um, his girlfriend's and uh, a little too busy for us. Maybe we'll get him on again soon. We love Alejandro. He's a good guy. But uh, there you go. That's answering that blast from the a-hole. One more here we have. Uh, let's see. Uh, James Dario wants to know, why does it smell bad in here? Wait a second. That's not a question. Come on. Come on, James. Seriously, you're going to waste your one shot through the a-hole with that question. Honestly. All right, one more before we go. Because, guy, please. Yeah. One more before uh, before we we go here. Let's see. From Janice, she wants to know: uh, Do you guys believe that we went to the moon? Well, I personally do. What do you guys think? I do. I do, I and Danny I does. Uh, three does. Yeah, three does. And I think uh, Alan also agrees. But Alan is uh, somewhere MIA. He dropped off a little while ago. So, but I think he agrees yeah. also. I think we we all kind of unanimously agree that we went to the moon. So there you go, Janice. Thank you for your uh, your submission into the a hole. 
Thank you for the blast through the a-hole, and uh, good to see folks keeping it clean. Yeah, that's nice. Indeed. Guys, we're all out of time here. we got to wrap up for the evening. Uh, I know Keith uh, is uh, going crazy telling me to get going, get out of here. So uh, we're moving on. Uh, We'll be back next week right here on the Dark Matter Radio Network on Skywatchers Radio with more great, awesome programming, with more fascinating guests, and more (coughs) Blast Through the A-Hole. Until next time, everybody, this is Skywatchers Radio. I am Angel. For the other guy who's not here with us, Alan Weiler, I bid you good evening, good night, farewell, wherever you may be. See you next week, everybody. Keep it classy.